2: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Places like New York, when you drive down the road, you notice that the trees are cut back 10 feet or more from the power lines. There's a lot of reasons for that. When it freezes and some of the branches fall off, you don't want a tree falling on the power lines. Because there's power going through them and it causes big fires. Or if there is high winds, a tornado or hurricane, it can knock the power lines down. And then that causes a firestorm. But if you let in the most expensive real estate on earth, and that's that area of Maui, but locals have been there for hundreds of years, so it's mainly mom and pops. If you do not trim back the brush... We've got a big article on InfoWars.com right now. Overwhelming evidence proves that falling power lines into trees and brush caused that firestorm. We'll put the article on screen in a moment. Nowhere, even in third world countries, you're in Mexico, they trim the trees back from the power lines. So in comes a hurricane without rain, 70 mile an hour winds. And if you pull up a Google map of that area of Maui, Lahaina, Lahaina, and you look, it's a thin sliver of houses and businesses that's only about 400 yards to 200 yards thick. And there's high-powered power lines that run up and down the island to the other towns that run right along the backside of the town. That's the wealthy area that you see right there on screen that did not get burned down. If you pull up a Google map, just pull up the whole town, it was the commercial and old district where the royal family lived for thousands of years and where the original little church is and the famous British post office, and that's why the Hawaiians took the British flag when they had their independence from England, was that was the only flag they knew at the little post office there in the town. Now all destroyed except for the stone church that had a park around it. So, high-powered lines on the highway and on the sub-access road and on the roads directly abutted up against the town We're hit with 70-mile-an-hour winds. Now, when 70-mile-an-hour winds come in, have you ever noticed when a hurricane hits, they tell you, get ready for power outages? It's because they turn the power off. Ever wondered? Right as a hurricane starts blowing in and the winds go past 50, 60 miles an hour, what happens to the power? Why do they tell you to evacuate? Because they're going to cut the power Because if any power lines get knocked down that have juice going through them, especially if it's dry, it's going to cause a giant fire. And that's why all the witnesses described it. And we have video of it of a woman and her children in an apartment right on the beach. And she says, she has a chronological video we're going to play in a moment. She says, let's get out of here. And they barely make it five minutes later as they are getting on the road, and they just see the whole place go up in flames because power transformers and the power lines are white hot on the ground exploding. And so, in a matter of minutes, power lines all over the roads fell with full juice going through them. So, let's go through this. They didn't remove the brush. The photos, the videos are legion. The highway department, the county department, and the city. Oh, the citizens that survived and their houses survived, they did have yards. They did trim the brush. So they didn't trim the brush all around the town. They didn't trim it up on the road. And they left the power on, and it's confirmed, what was reported three days ago. Because I waited until it was confirmed in the news they did cut the water four hours before the hurricane hit, the hurricane winds. So, they didn't need arsonists, which they've already arrested some previously in that area last year to go set these fires because the city and the county and the state, because one highway state It's only about 500 yards from the edge of town or less. And then the county road, right there on the back of the town, zero cutting of the trees and brush. Power lines fall because trees were falling on them in the 70-mile-an-hour wind. They're running with juice. Boom, fire. And there's all those different lines coming in. So imagine you're sitting there in your house. They tell you, stay home from school that day. Most of the parents are out doing stuff. Okay, 70 mile an hour winds. Most people are just watching TV or staying in. But all of a sudden, you hear explosions. You go out on your back porch and you see fire. A few minutes later, it's already burned through several blocks. The mother says, let's get out of here. She gets in the car and barely makes it through as the neighborhood right next to her is engulfed in flame. They didn't trim the brush. They didn't cut the power. They cut the water. There were no emergency sirens. They have them there for fires and for tsunamis. (sighs) There's no way that government was that incompetent. They've had the globalists licking their lips declaring they're going to make it a smart island. They have a conference coming up in just a week and a half. Oprah Winfrey and Zuckerberg and all of them have been saying they've been trying to force people to sell their land. The high-tension power lines out on the state highway and on the branches of the power grid going into the town, hundreds of transformers blew up. The trees fell on the lines with juice going through them. They turned the water off. The alarms didn't go off. The emergency services were nowhere to be found other than a few police helping evacuate people. And it gets worse. The same police officer that ran the Vegas investigation banned the media yesterday from 12 miles out and said we should dox everyone that tries to get in and show what's going on and they've blocked aid from coming in to the town from other locals. This is insane. This is a cover-up. They want it to be a smart grid. It is the second most expensive real estate in the world. We have video of all of this. And Jason Jones, who lives in between Hawaii and Texas, really smart reporter, veteran, he's there. I talked to him last night. He confirmed all of this. He is in Maui. And he is getting in to the town of Lahaina right now. He will be joining us during the war room today, and he will be on my show tomorrow. He said he can get more done if he comes on later. He is there right now, and he's been arrested during the lockdowns when they tried to stop his protest to end the lockdowns. This guy doesn't play games. He's a badass. Jason Jones... Is on the scene. And quite frankly, I was firing up to get on a plane and go there. I didn't think of Jason Jones. He called me yesterday from Hawaii. So he's not playing games, and the locals love him, and he's married to a local. So uh, he is pissed and he's going in. I'm going to leave it at that. So this is a big deal. And it's illustrative. I want to tie this into something we're going to get to later. And I had it in my stat crew, and I can't find it. I sent it to you on Twitter this morning. Facebook openly announced that they are banning anyone connecting windmills, giant windmills, to whale deaths, record whale beaching on the East Coast around these things. And the fishermen and marine biologists are all reporting the same thing. Prestigious groups are reporting it. Facebook now says they're banning anyone talking about dying marine life like whales. So it doesn't matter what agenda it is to destroy us. They are blocking us discussing the Afghan withdrawal, open borders, fentanyl, human trafficking, ivermectin working, hydroxychloroquine working. The FDA came out last week. and said, okay, we've got over 100 studies. It turns out ivermectin is incredible and stops COVID. 2014, Now, there's the article right there on the whales. 2014, Fauci put out a study on ivermectin working on SARS, the same virus family. He also put out a study in 2014 that masks don't work and give you bacterial pneumonia. But hey, whoop to do, huh? He knows directly what he's doing. So this is how they administratively kill us. They turn off our energy. They turn off our power. They turn off our police. They, They won't cut down the trees around the power lines even though they got plenty of money because they're stealing it. Anybody, I don't care if you live a little bit Oklahoma or anywhere other than California and a few other leftist areas, this is the same damn thing in California where unless it's rich people's areas or government institutions, they don't cut the trees back from the freaking power lines. And just as easy as one, two, three... You get 70-mile-an-hour winds with a bunch of brush and trees that fall on live power lines with electricity going through them. They're going to fall and start burning the ground. Then the electricity is going to back up into the transformer in a few minutes, and it's going to go boom. And that's why people were online saying, well, satellite video and, and, and a local video show explosions. It was space lasers. No, it was transformers backing up because the power lines hit, they sizzle, they burn out, they stop conducting, the electricity goes back into the transformer, boom. That's why we got all these videos coming up of boom, 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 a transformer is a bomb. It's full of chemicals that's able to regulate the power at times and redirect it. But once they juice up, just like an electric car that malfunctions, guys, pull up footage of an electric car. Oh, by the way, they're now admitting electric cars that they want to make Hawaii go 100% to by law. California's already doing it. Let's pull up some footage of electric cars blowing up. And what do you think happened when all the fire hit those electric cars? Because Hawaii's full of them. I was there this year on two islands, I'd say 40% of the cars are electric. What do you think happened when the fire hit those? People are like, why are these cars blown up? Why are these cars, look at them, they're Teslas. And they're other electric cars. By the way, China just dumped 5 million cheap electric cars on the U.S. I have seen in just the last three days Hundreds of these damn Chinese little bitty they look like little smart car cardigos or tiny little tin cans, and they're electric, and they're time bombs so that town and other towns that burned in Maui were from power lines with trees falling on them full of juice. The water turned off, but not the electricity turned off, so in between the transformers and the live power lines and the electric cars. That's why there were so many explosions, because if you look at the videos of the burned-out cars, you'll see a Chevy truck. It's just melted and burned. You'll see an old van. It's just melted and burned. But right next to it will be an exploded car with pieces all over the place, and it's smart cars. It's electric cars. Giant time bombs. And no wonder they don't want anybody to go in there and look and examine and see what happened because they're covering it up and Oprah Winfrey and Bill Gates and Zuckerberg are already saying, well, we're going to make this a community center in an open area and have high rises there now. Bill Gates wants to put, he's already got five of them he owns uh, in Hawaii. Yeah, you know he owns Four Seasons. He's putting in all these Four Seasons there and he already said Last year, you wanted to put a four seasons in there, and the townspeople are still in control with their city council, and they would not sell the land. Bill Gates, as usual, hold my beer. And that's what they've done all over the country where the lepers are in control. They do not trim the trees, they undermine the family, they undermine savings, they jack up the prices, they destabilize the world. Mike Cernovich wrote on Twitter today, the Rwandan genocide happened overnight. One day people woke up and couldn't leave. They were chopped up with machetes by the millions, run by the UN and the Clintons. I I added that part. And he went on to say, before the genocide went live, there was a period of dehumanization led by the media, debanking and prosecutions of the Christian minority because of their Christianity in the last 200 years Less than 10% of the population had 90% of the wealth. And they simply hired the other African tribes to murder almost every single one of them. When they tried to flee, the UN set up machine gun nests to kill them. The UN all over the world goes in, in Asia and in Africa particularly, and will just murder whole villages of thousands that don't sign up with their land for lithium and cobalt mines. So they've done this all over the world and gotten away with it. And they're testing giving us poison shots. They're testing releasing viruses. They're testing cutting off pipelines and gas and fuel and creating inflation. To create the angrier world to then organize the starving masses into launching their great reset, that is the controlled collapse of civilization. So there's a cover-up in Maui, in Lahaina, Lahaina. They know that they didn't trim the trees. They know the trees and bushes fell on the power lines. They know they let the power on. They know they turned the water off. They know they didn't issue the alarms. They know they let the whole thing happen. And then the police chief who ran the Vegas cover-up, in my view, we know that thing was a cover-up, he's magically there right after they failed to buy the town out from under the people. They're saying the town's worth $5.5 billion dollars. But once they build high-rise hotels, it'll be worth three or four times that. And we already have the governor announcing that's the plan and Oprah and all the rest of them. This is disgusting. And Hawaii is the greatest example of a bunch of billionaires, over 100 of them, that have moved into all the major islands and are pushing everybody else out. They want it as their own private preserve. So we're going to go through some of these clips that I've told you about. We always show you what we talk about, but let me read a really good comment on Twitter by Wall Street Apes. At Wall Street Apes. Now listen to this. You can roll some B-roll while I read it. Conspiracy theories, conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist are just people capable of pattern
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Maui fires Hawaii. Must read. Hawaiian government states their goal is to rebuild the entire island of Maui, the first smart island. They want the entire island governed by AI. It's outlined in the Hawaii digital summer of 2023. I have all the documents. They plan to host the summer event September 25th of 2023 in Maui. What a coincidence, just in a week and a half. Last year in Maui, there was a convention pushing Maui to go all-electric and pushing 15-minute smart cities. Contact made last year to build high-rise condo complexes and businesses in Lahaina, which is a historic town and couldn't have any new development in this area, but now it's demolished, so now they can rebuild. What a coincidence. Now there's a 12-mile media-free zone around Lahaina, Maui, where the wildfires struck. The Maui police chief, John Pelletier, was also the incident commander during the Las Vegas mass shooting. Now he has the largest emergency alert siren system in the entire world. It didn't activate the alarms. The water was turned off. The electricity was left on. Schools were closed. The water system was completely failed before the fire hit, so people couldn't keep the fires away from their homes. Water systems always fail when they burn down document storage facilities, housing, Wall Street court documents all the time. Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Lady Gaga, Oprah Winfrey, Jim Carrey, Will Smith, Julia Roberts, billionaire Larry Ellison, all didn't have their mansions torched. They were all just fine. All just a bunch of big old coincidence. Klaus Schwab, the WEF World Bank Forum, globalist in BlackRock, owned the power company. BlackRock owns it. I'll show you that document in a moment. But instead of just telling you about it, how convenient. Hawaii governor reveals state plans to acquire the land ravaged by wildfires. Let's go ahead and go to the governor and then play the police chief back-to-back, kicking the media out and any aid to the locals so they can cover up the crime scene. Here it is.
0: This is what Josh, Governor Josh Green had to say, along with the FEMA director, about preserving Lahaina moving forward.
2: I'm already thinking about ways for the state to acquire that land so that we can put it into workforce housing, to put it back into families, or to make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to people who were lost. We want this to be something that we remember uh, after the pain passes uh, as a magic place. And behind it will rebuild. The tragedy right now is the loss of life. Uh, the buildings can be rebuilt over time, even the banyan tree may survive, but we don't want this to become uh, a cleared space where then, yes, people from overseas just come and decide they're
3: going to take it. The state will take it and preserve it first. So it's lost two of the identified, but that's of the recent. So of the 89, so realize this, we, we, when we find these, you know, our family and our friends, the remains we're finding is through a fire that melted metal. We have to do rapid DNA to identify them. Every one of these 89 are John and Jane Doe's. And so when you are asking us, and we, we know we've got to get, and I love the way our, our house representative, how she said it, she was so eloquent. We know we've got to go quick, but we've got to do it right so when we pick up the remains and they fall apart and so when you have 200 people running through the scene yesterday and some of you that's what you're stepping on i don't know how much more you want me to describe it that's what you're stepping on give us a little bit of time to contain that please because we've got to go make 89 notifications and coming from a place that had to make 58, I understand the pain this is going to take and we're not done with 89. So just understand what this thing is because none of us really know the size of it yet. Everybody wants a number. You want it fast or you want it right? We're going to do it right.
1: And they went on officially to ban everybody back from 12 miles. They're trying to kick out people that even live there so they can then bring in the bulldozers and do what they do. Even CNN admits Hawaii has a robust emergency siren warning system. It sat silent during the deadly wildfires. So the government doesn't trim back the trees they charge you taxes for. They leave the power on. They cut the water off. They don't turn the emergency sirens on. And then he talks about dead bodies. Let's honor the dead. They're already putting red X's on the buildings. They're about to start demolishing. They're taking it. Just like the U.S. government took Hawaii away at gunpoint. And now the billionaires is it of themselves. And now they're going to take it from everybody again. History repeats itself. We'll get to the great fire of Rome coming up. And most historians believe Nero burned it down because he wanted to expand his palace and a new Colosseum and racetrack. But let's start going through the clips now. Let's go ahead, and this guy cusses a little bit. We've bleeped this, haven't we? But what he's saying is totally true, and he shows the documents. He shows the video. I've gone and checked it all, debunking the space laser situation, pointing out, no, it's leaving trees, leaving brush, not trimming them, letting them fall, keeping the power on. That's what did it. That's the explosions, not laser beams from space. Laser beams don't cause explosions. The way Transformers do. Here's the video.
4: You know how the wildfires in Hawaii actually started and who's actually trying to cover it up? Because if you've seen this image circulating around TikTok or Twitter, I got news for you. Alien space lasers make for great clickbait conspiracy theories, but that's actually just a photo of a Falcon 9 launch. And you wouldn't have even needed to leave TikTok to figure that out. And honestly, the truth is just as f up. You don't need to make up alien stuff. This is how the fire started. They never maintained the f*** trees i'll tag the creator that reposted that video in the comments she also does a great breakdown of a lawsuit you should check out if you're curious maui electric company is owned by Hiko, which is actually hawaiian electric Industries, which is owned by our favorite friends and if you go to hawaiian electric company's own website they have a whole section about tree trimming safety you know just in case some trees might be a fire hazard they can maybe fall down on some power lines that allegedly didn't get shut off and a bunch of crazy wind and allegedly didn't get shut off after the fires had already started i mean maybe they should have read their own website because in windy weather unattached tree limbs can be blown onto power lines and cause problems yeah some problems a 10-foot minimum clearance from the lines is required for safety purposes Hmm. i also point out that they are legally required to maintain their facilities and equipment i.e their power lines vegetation management is one of the many efforts wine electric uses to help ensure the reliability of your electric service We regularly inspect trees growing near power lines and contact certified vegetation management crews to trim trees. Hmm. We will always include a reasonable margin of safety above the absolute minimum clearance requirements, which are 10 feet clearance from the line. Yeah, that's about 10 feet, right? Like give or take. So I wonder who these guys put in charge of this company. Well, it's this guy, Scott Sue. Yeah, nice shirt, bud. Really blending in there. Mr. Sue is an innovative business leader. As president of Hawaiian Electric, Mr. Sue was responsible for ensuring reliable, safe, and affordable provision of electric power to 95% of Hawaii's population. Good job, bud. You that one up. But I thought it was worth noting that in 2020, he made two and a half million dollars. And in 2021, he made about three million dollars. But he was doing such a damn good job of that that he figured he needed a one million dollar pay raise in 2022. So if you need a conspiracy theory to explain the Hawaiian fires, I'm going to have to go start making alien bullshit. Because it's honestly a lot more fucked up to acknowledge the fact that big money is just doing what big money does and electing more big money hotshots to make their big money payday to do their bullshit big money jobs they don't do so i feel like it's a much more productive use of our time to stop making up stupid theories about photos of falcon 9 rockets and to start looking at the real people that are really responsible because 2023 is pretty up but fires still don't start themselves
1: all right and he said alleged it's not alleged the washington post new york times even admit the power was left on the sirens were never turned on the water was cut off and now the police chief says you can't come into the area and they want the locals out and no aid's going to be basically given. You see that? Now, I'm going to play this video for radio listeners. I'll uh, narrate it. But here is a woman with her children in an apartment on the beach. She sees the fires. We have more video coming up of the explosions. and You can see in the tree lines on the power poles. Trees fall. They start burning. The electricity lines start shorting out. It backs up, transformers explode, bigger fires. You leave the power lines on in a hurricane, you get this. Especially if you have it trimmed the, the trees. This is like a chemistry experiment. And you put two chemicals together that are gonna react, they're gonna explode. And that's what those transformers are. Here's the video. The so high winds start coming in. See, it's all sunny. The smoke's not there yet. She receives a call from a co-worker that brush fires have started. After 30 minutes, they begin questioning the smoke. There's no sirens, no warnings.
5: Oh, no. Oh, my God. This is the moment they realize they got to get out
1: of there. Less than 100 yards away, they see houses on fire. No sirens are going off. Now there's smoke everywhere and high winds. She gets her children gets in the car. See, the power lines are down. Fires everywhere from the power lines. Officer stops them and urges them to use the bypass because the other road was blocked
6: go drive down the bypass for a minute and just see how far we go and just see what happens and then we can just come back up and turn around because it's just an open highway these are
1: hellish scenes of the fire from a distance you couldn't look anywhere without seeing fires and explosions we couldn't believe what was happening to our town they deliberately let all the brush and trees grow up because the locals wouldn't sell. And then they turned off all the emergency services and the sirens. As tornado level winds, that's, that's what you see right there is a water spout, a tornado at sea. And she sits there for hours watching the town burn. Why Utility Faces Scrutiny for Not shutting Power to Reduce Fire Risk. Washington Post. Starting to get a picture of where we are. Now you see a society that's based on high-tech civilization is amazing. Unless people running it deliberately weaponize it. They've weaponized the border and opened it. They've weaponized the culture. They've weaponized the public schools. They've weaponized the agencies against us and the Justice Department, and 900-plus DAs that Soros controls. And they're making their move on humanity. I'm going to come back in a moment after an important announcement in this hour. I'll be back before the hour ends. And I'm going to tie this into historical examples of where this has been done. But the Huns and many others would use fires to knock out their enemies, Nero wanted to expand his palace and wanted to get rid of the slums, so he burned 71% of Rome. Fire is a weapon. They tell you the world's going to end by 2030 because they're cutting the food off. They're cutting the energy off. They're cutting the fertilizer off. It's already here. This is the beginning of the administrative state destroying civilization and creating a post-industrial world for us, except for their high-tech reservations. Remember, this broadcast is funded by you and powered by your word of mouth. That's how we bypass the sensors and the control. We'll archive this live show later at man.video. Please share it by a word of mouth, a text message. Please share clips. Please keep doing it. And please go to InfoWorkstore.com and check out the amazing products we've got that make this broadcast possible. I'm going to come back and talk more about this and the historical examples of this. And we're going to shift gears into even more incredible information next hour. They've now confessed to publishing Trump's indictment in Georgia seven and a half hours before the grand jury ended its deliberation. They've been caught red-handed. Prelude into a war about it. I told you it's a smoking gun. That seven and a half hours before the grand jury concluded its deliberations two nights ago and handed down those indictments, that the exact list of indictments was published on the county website. And then they said it was a conspiracy theory. It didn't exist. And they said somebody hacked it and uploaded that. That was a lie. Because reporters pointed out, well, this is the same indictment cover pages you you issued eight seven seven and a half hours later. They now admit they published it. And they just want to hide it in plain view. How'd you publish the indictment before the grand jury supposedly wrote it up themselves and handed it down, proving it was all being coordinated and orchestrated and choreographed. I mean, this alone is just, they they put a letter out, got it right here. Fulton County. I'll show it to you. But that's like the new special counsel for Hunter Biden, who was the prosecutor that whitewashed and was going to give him no jail time. And then that fell through with the judge because the judge wouldn't be that corrupt. And so they appointed the prosecutor that was covering up for Hunter Biden, the crackhead pedophile Chinese communist agent. They appointed him the special counsel When there's a federal law that you can't appoint a special counsel that's been involved in any way in the investigation, much less running it and sabotaging it. But hey, federal laws are for you and I. Rules for thee, not for me. I mean, it's just next level. And it's naked, tyrannical, in your face, doing whatever the hell they want. And it's all about blackmail. The prosecutor is the girlfriend of a major gang leader that she sees cases over. She's been under criminal investigation by the state. But now she's going after the super popular president. And they're telling us we can't have him, we can't vote for him. And the media is in overdrive to try to spin this and fact check it. Just like the fact checkers tell you hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin don't help you. But now the FDA says, well, actually they work great. And we had studies saying it. So now it's okay. Because they don't want to have that debate anymore because we've already won in that
0: area. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest
1: registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
2: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: So, let me, let me talk about how fires use as a weapon. There's so many thousands of examples, I'll just use a few. And how history repeats. You see, did you know that you're touching electrochemically? just like a power line transfers power, electrons, electricity, that you are touching your most ancient ancestors. You're physically touching your grandmother and grandfathers on both sides if you've never met them. You know, why does that have to do with the fire? I'll explain in a moment, or any of this. Even if you never met your grandparents or great-grandparents, they got together, they had sex, a sperm and an egg came together, had an electrochemical event, they merged their genetics and made a new creature that went on and had a relation with someone else and that's your family line. You are electrochemically a mixture of them, but you also physically touch your parents like in a relay race where they're running with a baton. And the first runner goes, they hand off the next runner, But each runner is touching the next runner, and it's an unbroken chain. So genetically, we time travel. Our genetic code, our life force, goes all the way back to the mist of time. Well, it's the same thing with customs. Like, no one knows why all over the world, from Africa to Europe to Asia to Latin America— Every culture dressed a bride in white, and the groom in a darker color. Why did? Why did? it, It was. It's just some human custom. We're not sure why. It's just everywhere. Suppose the groups didn't know each other. We do the same thing. But let's talk about bad customs because the Bible talks about the tree of good and evil. And. We had knowledge of goodness and good systems, if if, if you believe the Bible. But as an archetype, it's certainly true regardless. And it wasn't that Adam and Eve were stupid. It's that they didn't have knowledge of evil. They didn't run scams. They were innocent. But then they got the knowledge of evil. Well, let's talk about a real knowledge of evil that isn't hypothetical, that isn't in contention. Where do fire departments, the first fire departments come from? Where do we in history learn about the first fire departments? 2,200 years ago, once Rome was getting built up and was bigger, it was a big town by even today's standards, as the Roman Empire was in its beginning stoic period, where they'd execute you if you were homosexual, and then a couple hundred years later, they completely out of control. They said, hey, we've built buildings. We built things close to each other. We need to create fire clubs, fire brigades, or a militia of men that will come out and try to put out fires when they start. And by the time of Julius Caesar, one of the biggest lobbies, and that's what his family made money off of, was fire protection. And if you didn't pay them The fire protection, their private tax, it was well known they would burn your house down or your granary down or your business down. What's the Italian mafia most known for in the modern world? Pay me insurance, respect me, Or somebody's going to burn down your grocery store or your laundry or your hotel or your restaurant. Do you think the Italian mafia, La Cosa Nostra, just thought that up? No. They're following what their Roman ancestors were doing 2,000 plus years ago. It's a custom. Well, the Christians were becoming the dominant cult, in the words of the... Romans, and Nero was a pagan, and the Christians were very successful business-wise in the close to a century or so they'd been in place, like anywhere they go. And Nero wanted to persecute them. He wanted to start killing them. He also wanted to tear down a bunch of stuff and build a new palace and some new racetracks and gaming facilities for the gladiators. And so most historians agree the evidence is Nero definitely had firefighters stand down and was probably behind the fire because he said let it burn on record. And he burned down not just the Christians that were about 20% of the Rome he burned down 70 plus percent of Rome over six days and played his fiddle while it happened and had the fire brigades protect his complex. So, when the media calls me a conspiracy theorist for saying they turned off the water, they turned off the emergency sirens, they left the power on, that's all confirmed and they knew that it would fall into the brush. They left the trees growing. They let it grow up over the last few years, knowing it would burn Lahaina to the ground, the second most expensive real estate in the world. Well, good. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Have your fact checkers say it's not true. Tell us ivermectin's no good again, too. Tell us two men can have a baby. No one's buying. People are pissed, and they see right through it. But there are historical examples of this going on throughout history over and over and over again. And they later killed Nero. They said he committed suicide, kind of like Stalin or Lenin. Because people were pissed, man. It got out of control. It burned most of Rome to the ground. Took them 100 years to build back to where they were. Nero never got to see his big dreams. The night of 18th of July, 1964 A.D., became legend. Rome burns, and the fire fanned by a strong wind is not extinguished. The city burns for nine days. In six days, much of the town was destroyed. The Circus Maximus was decimated dedicated to chariot racing and was the most significant sporting enclosure in the Roman world. Due to the wind, the great city is engulfed in flames along its entire length. Undoubtedly, the fire was fueled by goods stored in the immediate vicinity. The great fire of Rome was Emperor Nero behind it. Rome was burning Nero in the fire that ended the dynasty. So they don't want you to debate how they administratively stood down, but it is a tool of governments going back thousands of years. And that, my friends, is the rest of the story. July 18th, 64. Not even 100 years after the death of Christ. But don't worry, Joe Biden's sending $70 to each person. That comes out to a couple million dollars. $700. How much did I say? $700. Biden slammed for offering insulting 700 payments to Maui wildfire victims. And here's a nice graphic: Hawaii gets $12 billion. Ukraine gets $170 billion. Hawaiian governor says state looking to acquire land that was destroyed. And it goes on and on and on and on. And Joe Biden won't even comment on it. Steve Bannon said, there are a thousand dead in Maui. How could this possibly be caused simply by wildfire devastation? Looks like Tokyo or Dresden after firebombings. And they've caught arsonists before setting fires. Leftist always. But this is not trimming the trees, letting them grow up and build up, and leaving the power on, cutting the water off, turning off the emergency sirens, and now kicking the media out so no one can investigate what happened. All right. All right. The Chinese central bank is on the verge of collapse. People say, well, great, collapse then. Well, it'll collapse us as well. We're going to be looking at all of that today. We're going to be looking at mainstream media and governments admitting record heart attacks and blood clots that are just the worst in the history. And they're saying it's COVID, but it's the COVID vaccinated mainly. Isn't that interesting? We're going to be talking about all of it today. They've also got fact checkers out trying to say that it wasn't because the uh, power was left on, but your precious Washington Post admits they left the power on. Hawaii utilities face scrutiny for not shutting power to reduce fire risk. Now let's talk about the big enchilada. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. No, I'm not talking about what I'm going to hit after the break in eight minutes. I'm talking about depopulation. Now, I can show you numbers and give you actuaries and have Lord Moncton on and all the rest of it. And look at all the other deindustrialization, the shutdown of the power grid, and the infrastructure and the fertilizer and the rest of it. But why not hear from the founder of Greenpeace, a respected scientist, Dr. Patrick Moore, who says he got involved in environmentalism to actually save species and stabilize the planet. The policies of the globalists are actually destroying the planet. And they tell us this destruction is caused by us while the globalists are actually running the policies that destroy it. If we actually achieve net zero, at least 50% of the population of the world would die of hunger and disease. And boy, that'll cause some massive wars. Because at least 50% of the population depends on nitrogen fertilizer for existence. Now, I've harped on this, but they've already cut it around 25% the last two years. And so that's like sending a scuba diver down with half the oxygen they need for how long the dive is. They're going to be down there, and if they don't come up early, they're going to die. This is very simple math, and it's administrative. Food doesn't just arrive in the grocery stores. Electricity doesn't just arrive in your electric socket. It took hundreds of years of infrastructure and training and dedicated people to build this. And now the globalists have decided to pull the rug out from under everything and that's agenda 2030 and that's why Prince Charles and Sadiq Khan had the countdown clock saying the world is going to end in seven years as we know it unless you let us follow these policies here is John Kerry the king said to tell you John Kerry the first thing we gotta do is cut food off or there'll be starvation I played the clips and you're like that doesn't make sense yeah like two men having a baby or two women had a baby in prison because they've triggered the countdown to the collapse. And no, we're not the hottest we've ever been. And no hurricanes are actually weak right now. But they do have weather weapons and there's no telling what they're going to pull and then say it's our fault that we didn't submit to them properly. They want to block out the sun. People thought it was a joke when I told you decades ago. Now it's proposed. Biden says they're going to try to do it. They're playing God. But Biden can't even wipe his own ass, literally. So here's the clip of the founder of Greenpeace laying out that the first major dominoes have already fallen. And when the third world's devastated and half of them die, the UN's going to organize the rest to march on us. And the globalists are going to manage that crisis into total control. And if we don't accept the smart cards and the robot control and the social credit scores, they'll just keep flooding us. And you notice the speeches of Kerry and Schwab Schwab's, if we do not have a UN world government. I try to do Schwab anymore, like a Russian accent. I try a German accent anymore, like a Dr. Strange level, but I'll do it. It's better than nothing. If you think 50 million migrants is a problem, imagine billions. You must follow our directives immediately. We are in an angrier world. Yes. And they're administratively doing all this because they're in control. The UN's going to control the medical systems, the energy, the borders, the communications, the censorship. It's all being announced, run by the UN, run by the UN. They're not coming with green helmets or blue helmets. They're not going to cut the brush down around the power lines. They're going to cut the power off the power lines. When they don't, they're going to burn you down. They're going to chop your children's PP off. They're going to ship fentanyl in. They're going to launch wars. This is the administrative. High-tech state at war with you. Use a dumbed-down analogy of Stephen King and Maximum Overdrive. Or Christine, if that's the one he wrote. Where the machines all go crazy and start killing us. They could administratively make your transformers blow up and fall down by running too much use into them. That's just an analogy of what they can do. And you just saw it. In Maui, in Lahaina, Lahaina,
7: play the club. If we actually achieve net zero, at least 50% of the population would die of hunger and disease. And no doubt about it, because just, just one thing, which is nitrogen-based fertilizer, at least 50% of the population depends on nitrogen fertilizer for its existence to date. There's no doubt about that. And there's people trying to ban it. And Netherlands and Sri Lanka have already made these kind of moves. And uh, so so it's, it, it is truly a, a death wish in disguise. And in, in the disguise is to save the earth, which is doesn't need saving particularly.
1: Before the Netherlands, before Ireland, before all these other countries cut their nitrogen and farming... Sri Lanka, six years ago, signed on to the UN as the model. Wealthy, successful, beautiful, tourism, great. Now, giant riots, burned down, starvation, annihilated. Just type in Sri Lankan riots of last year, a 2022. And now all the headlines, World Economic Forum. We must eat some bugs. This is how rice is hurting the planet. Rice is bad now, see? Well, if cows are bad and rice is bad and who else is bad? Us. We have methane and carbon dioxide coming out of us and we've let them define us as a disease and say we're warming the planet. Total crap. So show Sri Lankan storm the government palace. Can we show that?
2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law.
1: See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So this is where we are. And he says, angrier world is an angrier world. It's a very angry world. It gets in your skin. We change you, not the world. Soon there'll be no more poverty because you'll be dead. And I just sit here and I watch this unfold while they turn off the power grid and turn off the infrastructure.
8: do you think the masses know all this is happening? No, they don't know. The message loud and clear. The message is don't mess with us. And why are they going after Trump? Because he messed with them. He challenged them across the board. He challenged their pro-war policies. He's challenged them on Ukraine. He's challenged their globalist agenda that's ripped off our working class for years, hollowed out the industrial base of this country, and made our workers in this country slaves compared to China and these other nations that have taken away our jobs, taken away our technology. Trump challenged all of that. And the message is, if you challenge them on this stuff, if you challenge them on these policies they hold dear, they will come after you. If if you challenge them on their pro-abortion religion, they will come after you. So, I think the message is real clear. Don't challenge us. Don't go to work for anybody who will challenge us. Don't vote for Donald Trump or anybody like him, or we'll treat you as a domestic terrorist. And I tell you what, Laura, this is a, a recipe for one party rule in this country. And if that's the case, this isn't the United States of America anymore. Our constitutional democracy doesn't exist anymore. We've also got some breaking news right now. So, we want to check in with CBS's Mark Strassman. He is in Georgia, where they're having a big problem counting some of the votes. Mark?
7: Nor, this is a, uh, an election return watch party uh, here on the edge of Atlanta. These are mostly excited Democrats because when's the last time Georgia thought of itself as a battleground state? After a record early returns and, a, and essentially a day of problem-free voting, there is now a hitch in the tabulation of votes. I'm standing in Fulton County. Fulton County includes a chunk of Atlanta. Downtown Atlanta is State Farm Arena where the Atlanta Hawks play. They are tabulating the absentee ballots of Fulton County, Georgia's most populous county, water pipe has broken inside the arena. They had counted 86,000 absentee ballots. We don't know how many more they have yet to tabulate, but all the tabulation of those ballots has now stopped. We're told by election officials they may not finish tabulating those votes for a day or two. So depending how close the rest of this state is, we may not know the result of this critical battleground state for another day or two that is because, again, a water pipe has broken in State Farm Arena. State Farm Arena is where they were counting the absentee ballots of Georgia's most populous county. And now that tabulation has stopped. Whoa. Big development here.
3: But Mark, wow. do you know how many bu- how many ballots we're talking about? What that means?
7: We don't know. We, we've we've asked that question, Gail, and we haven't got an answer for that yet. We, I, we know that there were eighty six thousand, but apparently it's a very labor intensive process. And what they are telling us is that it's going to take a day or two, which oh, suggests boy. to me that they have a lot to go.
1: And Trump, in the indictment I showed you yesterday in Georgia, is being indicted. They say it's a fraud that no one shut it down, no one kicked people out. But they did, and they kept counting, and that's on the surveillance footage. And now Governor Katie Hobbs calls for Trump to be indicted as they pile on. They're trying to make it illegal to challenge them. Of course, the pipe never broke. They lied. Just like the same group just got caught publishing the indictment index... Then they said it wasn't true. Then they said it was a hack. Then they said it was fake. Now they said it's real. And nothing to worry about. We'll show you that in a moment. But I'm going to play the Senator Josh Hawley clip one more time. Because where have you heard this before? That they're setting up a dictatorship. They're coming after all of us. They're declaring us all domestic terrorists. And they're setting up a one-party state. I've been like a psychotic parrot saying that because that's historically what this is and the good news is whether it's Rand Paul or Senator Howley or all these other leaders in the EU people now get what this is I know it's hard to believe and it's terrible and we don't want this to happen and I mean I'm targeted by him I wish this wasn't true they've let me know you shut down and stop we're going to put your ass in prison but I mean we're all being put into prison These people are burning us out. They're destroying our borders. I can't as a man look myself in the mirror and think about my ancestors and do this. My ancestors were amazing. I don't live off my ancestors. It's interesting to know about your ancestors. I do know about my ancestors, and they were illustrious. Both sides of the family going back over and over again, always there promoting freedom, always kicking ass, always dominating tyrants, always trailblazing. I can look them in the eye. I've lived up, at least in measure to the basic thing I need to do to be part of my lineage, to be part of my family. And I look at these scumbags and all the things they're doing, I just think my lucky stars every day I don't come from trash like them. Garbage. Traitors. We'll beat these people 100%. The question is how bad is it going to get? Every time they indict Trump, his numbers go up. But they don't care. So their answer is more, more, more. They don't know how to quit. They don't know how to stop. But look at Maui. I mean, I'd say 99% of the comments out there everywhere on Mainline, star, you bastards, we know you did it. And it turns out they did. They administratively let it all grow up, get around it, let the power on, turned off the sirens, turned off the water. They're kicking everybody out to cover it up now. They wanted that land, second most expensive land in the world. And people get it. See, once you get it, once you take the red pill, what does Morpheus say to Neo? He goes, you can't be told about the Matrix Mr. Anderson, you need to just take this red pill and you're going to go down a rabbit hole. You want to do that? Or you want to take the blue pill and go back to Wonderland? Go back to Fantasyland? Submission to these people is only going to make things worse. And there is a satisfaction not a pride, but a satisfaction that is the most deeply satisfying thing on earth to stand up for our species and to be a man and to not be a coward. And the drug of being a good person and knowing you're in alignment with God, I'm not some saint, I'm not perfect, but I'm not a coward and God hates cowards, is the greatest thing on earth. And I wish our enemies could taste of honor and will and duty and commitment. There are wonderful black people, there are horrible black people. There are wonderful white people, there are terrible white people. There are great Germans, there are bad Germans. There are great Jews, there are bad Jews. There are great Chinese, there are bad Chinese. There's great Mexicans, there's bad Mexicans. But everybody knows how it is in a city or a town. Don't do business with those people Don't get around those people, whatever group they are, not because of what race they are, but because of what family they come from. Every once in a while, in a bad family, you get a good person. But most of the time, you just get bad people out of a bad family. And we get good out of good families. And we come in every race, color, and creed. And it's time for good people to realize the adventure awaits. It's an adventure, it's not a video game. It's not Grand Theft Auto. It's not a game of paintball. I'm not knocking people to play paintball. That's all fun. It's good exercise. But uh, watching a football game or playing pool, at the end of the day, is not what you're designed to do. Those are extracurricular activities when the children are taken care of and the crops are in and the realm is secure. And then you go and have some fun. But you don't have some fun while the whole civilization's burning down around you, literally and figuratively. When we return, they now admit they published the indictment seven and a half hours before the grand jury came back with their judgment. Zelensky came out yesterday, and I've got the video right here. We'll play it in a moment. He's speaking Russian. That's what Ukrainian is. And he says, do not party. We do not party while we're at war. There are no parties. Stop partying. But you can pull up the articles that last week Ukraine opened its Black Sea beaches, the area they control. They control about half of it. The Russians aren't targeting civilian targets. There it is, Reuters. Ukraine Odessa opens a few beaches for the first time since Russian invasion. August 12th. But then the fact-checkers, you can pull it up, came out and said, no, no, there's no beaches open. Ukraine is a death camp. Putin's murdering everyone. But still, they party. The image doesn't work. So Zelensky comes out and says, we are at war. Quote, the ones fighting at the front should help those who do to fight, not sitting in bars or clubs or raving in the streets. Looks like those viral videos of Ukrainian pool parties are having an impact. Лецплений клуб Зеленський про Фактчекерс. Гертес на
3: війні, Україна у війні, і хто не б'ється на передовій, той має допомагати битись і не у барах, не в клубах, не пригонами на вулицях чи якимось там показовим споживанням, а цілком конкретної допомоги.
1: Now, if he was an honest person, he'd say we're in a hard war. Our people have been through a lot. They deserve R and R. Thank God we've secured most of Ukraine, so you can party. But it said we do not party. Stop your partying right now. It is evil. It is bad. So the beach is open. Reuters party. Woo! That's not. That's not Ukraine. <laughs> hey. Hundreds of whales just washed up by the windmills off the East Coast. The the marine biologists and the mammal uh, uh, experts on these whales, they say it's the windmills. No, no, Facebook bans it. It doesn't matter what it is. They're forcing lies on you. There is no one partying, says Facebook, says Twitter. They were taking stuff down on Twitter. Okay, they are partying. Stop the partying right now. I told you. You do not party during war. We are in hell. I always shoot videos in bunker. Everything is hell. Putin, kill all of us. Help me. Help me now, please. Give me more money. Oh, look, Tom Cruise came. He make me look tall. Look, I with Tom Cruise now. Oh, look, I am also with, uh, what's his name? This real stupid guy, Sean Penn, say we need nuclear war. Yes, nuke war good. We not party a beach. Nuke war, nuke war, nuke war, nuke war, nuke war. Look, I'm in an underground bunker with flashing lights. The power's out. The Russians are killing me right now. Okay. Now, again, going back two days ago, seems like a hundred years ago. They published the indictment index, which was the index of the indictment. They didn't even change it. They're too lazy. Seven and a half hours. Like, oh, they're finally deliberating. They're deciding right now. They've been deliberating since noon. Oh, wait, it's on the website. He's guilty. Uh, and and uh, They've indicted 18 people. And they're like, oh, no, that's not real. That That's not real. That, 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 that. We got hacked. Yes. Then. Okay, it is real. It's no big deal. We were just wargaming things, and it just so happens to match the indictment perfectly. It's just a mishap. Zelensky, do not party unless it's on high heels and leather with men. Oh, I love men so much like Obama. Oh, best time with him. Oh, big wee wee. Oh, so nice. We have hot dog parties together. So nice, so good for me. Oh, Oh, Obama, baby. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're so nice, Obama. You like my black pumps? You like to sit with me? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. So they want sellouts. They want scumbags. And nothing against sex operatives like Zelensky or Obama. The fact that they're male sex operatives of the CIA, you know, whatever. The point is, is that these are puppets and they'll do whatever they're told they'll to do because they have no honor. But I'm not like the mainstream media who just tells you that Fulton County, Georgia put out a report. Here it is office of the Fulton County clerk of superior and magistrate courts, honorable Shay Alexander. Fulton County clerk courts. And they say it was a mishap. It was just a drill that was not the indictment. We didn't have it. No, 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 no. It was lucky. That's why it mass, yeah. Everything good. Oh, yeah. Good hot dog, too. Oh, yeah, baby. Also oh, nice. Good for you. Meanwhile, they're murdering people in mass. They dig up mass graves of babies with their organs cut out by the Ukrainians. They got Nazi swastikas. They're hailing Hitler. And the New York Times says, well, it's okay, some Nazi, some Nazi goo, like old George Soros. Are you ashamed working for Hitler, 60 Minutes asked. He says, no, actually not. It was the best time of my life. I was happy making. It was quite exhilarating. It's like markets. If I didn't do it, somebody else would. ha, <laughs> ha so liberal and then we've got this now governor katie hobbs calls for trump to be indicted for trying to overturn 2020 election in arizona she says more indictments how dare you challenge me but she ran the elections in her own election all right dr ben marble is scheduled to be in studio with us and boy do we have a lot of news on those shots that our good, loving friends have been giving us. Why would they be so bold and give us poison shots that caused 20 million to die and all the heart attacks and everything? Because they've corrupted the medical system and the media now that's a party to it. And they're getting everybody ready for more fun. They're criminals. We've laid down to them. They can't help but make a run at us. And talk about failure of civilization. Look at this article on Infowars dot com. Stay home, says the quote. Feds tell San Francisco workers to telecommute due to crime wave. Yeah, don't go out in the streets. You got oh first it was COVID. Now the crime's so bad or the heat's so bad. All psyops. That's right. Stay at home. failed civilization. Now there's no security. Now there's no food. Cut off the energy. Cut off the fertilizer. Doctors can now prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19. FDA lawyer admits, and they come out, Epic Times reports, as well that they have all the studies that we already had, that it works. So think about that, and that's a big victory. These criminals are amazing how they administratively kill people by not cutting the trees around the power lines when the big wind comes, leaving the power on, turning the sirens off, turning the water off, and sitting back while that $5 billion of property burns to the ground. And the big bankers lick their filthy lips. We're going to talk about this first. And then pilot of commercial airline carrying 271 passengers dies following cardiac arrest mid-flight. You say, well, that's anecdotal. This isn't. The London Telegraph. Heart attacks. At record level after a pandemic. Fraud doctor on Ohio Medical Board. The fraudster medical doctor that discredited hydroxychloroquine with a fake study is having his license pulled.
2: that's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: And it just goes on from there. We've got so much. COVID Victims Family Suit EcoHealth Alliance for funding releasing the virus. Criminal charges referred on Fauci by the Senate. Italian researchers find COVID vaccine myocarditis relapses in teenage boys following apparently complete initial recovery. It goes on and on. Dr. Ben Marble here in studio with us of MyFreeDoctor.com. There are a lot of great telemedicine groups that Trump legalized five years ago out there, but this guy did it for free, donations only, and served hundreds of thousands and went through hell to do it. Dr. Ben, great to have you here with us. Great to be back on the show, Alex. Thanks for having me. Wow. So let's go ahead and talk about the ivermectin saga first. This just ain't horse paste.
9: We just go ahead. need to go ahead and declare victory on this. We have won uh, this. You know, we knew ivermectin worked. Uh, I knew Dr. Death Fauci and the FDA were full of crap, uh, to be blunt, back in 2020. We knew it worked, and so we just ignored everything they said and just started prescribing it all across America for free. Even though
1: know they threatened your license and took a lot of licenses. I've had five states. They just pulled uh, Sherry Tenpenny's
9: license. They sure did, absolutely. Sons so, of murders. A lot of the doctors on the right side of this have been under constant, nonstop attack. Uh, medical boards trying to take our licenses. Absolutely. Man. It, FDA it, website admits SV40
1: in the COVID vaccines, cancer virus. Google blocks it all, tells you it's not there. That's aiding in abetting murder.
9: Absolutely, this is uh, intentional. Uh, this is an intentional call of the human herd. But, you know, Dr. Apter, he's one of our doctors. Dr. After, Dr. Bowden, and Dr. Uh, Paul Merrick, they filed the lawsuit against the FDA. The FDA had to finally admit that, yes, it is legal for doctors to prescribe ivermectin. And so I thought in honor of that, we should celebrate by taking a dose live on air. So I brought some ivermectin. Well,
1: there's actually big reports out. I've seen that it's anti-cancer.
9: As well, they are, there
1: are reports. But I, I've also read long-term it can hurt the liver. Is that true? So we need to be a little careful with
9: this. No, it's a great, safe drug. It's safer than Tylenol. They're now trying to blame autism on Tylenol alone. It's nuts.
1: Where should we begin? There's so much to hit here. Mean, this so is a big to talk deal. About. To talk about this ivermectin situation, the studies, the court rulings, the FDA saying, okay, back off. Okay, you can, you, yeah, it works.
9: Correct. You know, myfreedoctor.com has settled the science. We have delivered over 300,000 free doctor visits to America prescribing ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and the other drugs in the multiple drug early treatment protocol we have only lost six patients out of 300,000. That's a 99.99% survival rate. We have settled the science. Multiple drug early treatment wins the COVID wars, period, period. We, you know, we know these drugs work. Our patients don't. And Fauci free. had a study in 2014 that was good for SARS. Correct. That little bastard knew what he was doing all along. He knew it all along. He needs said to be, he gives you redesivir that kills you. He needs to be arrested and thrown in jail. We need Nuremberg 2.0 as soon as possible. All the fake doctor poison pushers need to be arrested and thrown in prison. And I would say the same for the politicians uh, pushing this poison as well. That's the problem. The politicians push it, all the doctors push it, and nobody's being held accountable for pushing this mass genocide on on the world. It's just
1: so insane that he put a study out and wrote about studies in 2014 saying— ivermectin does incredible things the SARS family of viruses and then he blocked it man that's just cold-blooded killer
9: 2005 he published a study that showed hydroxychloroquine worked for SARS-1 and it's rumored i have a friend that was on the uh, presidential COVID task force that said Fauci admitted he was taking hydroxychloroquine himself in 2020 i would love to find out if that was true or not he needs to be held accountable. He needs to be arrested. He's, you know, I say, tell people he's the most prolific mass murderer in the history of the world. He he's makes,
1: definitely makes Joseph Mengele look like the mini-me. And, and, and now the FDA, with all these lawsuits, says, well, we have sovereign immunity for blocking ivermectin.
9: Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, the FDA, I call them the Food and Death Administration. Everybody at the FDA should be arrested. All the leadership should be arrested. They should also be on trial. Same with the CDC, all the three-letter agencies. That have pushed this uh, insanity. This is World Economic Forum's Great Reset. I call it World War III. Uh, it started in 2020 uh, with bioterrorism, and then they hacked the presidential election, and it's been downhill ever since. It's a globalist administrative coup. They can not
1: cut down the trees around the power lines, leave the power on during a windstorm. I mean, it's just there's millions of ways they can attack us. We got to realize they're going to use our modern infrastructure now against us while they collapse it.
9: Absolutely. That's what they're doing. This is an attempted takedown of America, and it's in progress. And uh, that's why they're, you know, trying to... America is at war fighting for its life right we now. We are at war. That's what a lot of people talk about World War Three, as if it's in the future. It started three years ago, and people need to wake up and realize we are at war. This is a literal war, and they're trying to kill all of us.
1: I want to play a clip when we come back. They already played once, but it's Senator Josh Hawley on Fox, and he says they're criminalizing their political opposition... They're calling us all terrorists. They're creating a one-party dictatorship. Now, I've said that like a you know, a parrot, but it's true. The fact is, they're listening. the resistance is listening. People know we know what we're talking about because I've actually studied all the geopolitical history and stuff, which most people don't do. I get it. Most people haven't read close to a thousand books on this. I have. I'm not trying to brag this. This is what I do folks.
9: And, and, and so but it's not hard to know they're doing this either, but we have to face that it's happening. Absolutely. This is the I call it the PC cult uniparty. They control both sides of the aisle. They control the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. They control all three branches of the U.S. government. We are living under communist uh, occupation. We're in occupied America right now. The communists are in control. You also still work in the ER. And you were telling me during the break what you're seeing from the vaccine damage. Correct. I'm seeing about four or five vaccine injured patients per shift. And uh, some horrible things that I'm seeing with these people, like, for example, I had one young girl. She was about 20. She'd had two pregnancies lost in the past 10 months. She was on her third pregnancy, around six weeks pregnant. She keeps passing out, has what's called postural ortho, orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. She keeps passing out, and then none of the doctors can figure out what's wrong with her. And so I, I asked her, okay, so sounds to me like you probably took a COVID vaccine right before all this started, right? She's like, oh, yeah, I sure I sure did. And it was like a light bulb went off in her head. She realized that it was the vaccine that did it. What do you make of all the news coming out? 20
1: million dead worldwide, major insurance actuaries. Uh, we've got uh, all these reports. Uh, I mean, look at this, London Telegraph. Heart attacks at record level after pandemic.
9: They can't cover this up. This is the mass die-off I predicted two years ago. Uh, I was a little early on that prediction. I thought it was going to happen a little sooner than it did. But it, it's the mass die-off. It's in progress. You know, they... You know, rats in a mousetrap, they don't understand why the cheese is free, right? This, they gave away 12 billion doses of free poison, poisoning over 5 billion people with these COVID-19 fake vaccines. And now uh, the mass die-off is in progress. People dropping like flies, dying suddenly all over the world. And they're blaming it on global warming. Oh, now, yeah, that's the big scam. Now they're blaming it all on global warming, And, uh, no, it's not global warming. It's everybody that's dropping dead. They all have one thing in common. They all took the poison. People are like, it's really hot in the summer. That's why everybody's dying. Yeah, no, summer happens. Uh, You know, it's absurd. The level of uh, gaslighting with the other side, the PC cult. Uh, But the scary thing is that people believe it. Show the footage of the woman in, in Portland
1: putting her butt on the water fountain. All right, this is a woman... Uh, having sex with the water fountain if you go to portland folks this is we've sent reporters this its is not hard to find okay th- this is uh going on absolutely everywhere i mean this is sodom and gomorrah this is the collapse of civilization absolutely
9: we're seeing it uh globally uh just the, and, and look at the guy walking by her i mean he looks like a vampire and i and our, they're and under they, a uh, spirit Correct.
1: Well, it's like the Bible says cities will go under a demon. I
9: mean, they, Portland is gone. They certainly look demon
1: possessed. I mean, look at that guy. Freeze frame it when he walks by and looks. He's like, oh, just another day in Portland. Now blow that guy's face up. Jesus. I mean, zoom that in if you can. I mean, what is going on here? And you can pull up shots of Antifa or shots of the... People that posted they got shots. They
9: all look like that. Well, a lot of the people who took the poison now have brain damage, and so they're acting out on their brain damage. So this is the zombie apocalypse because the the fake vaccine poison have turned these people into zombies.
1: Look, she's got cigarette burns all over her legs. Wow. Self-harming. This guy's walking by.
9: I mean, what happened to these people? They need help, that's for sure. They need to talk to God because they're... on the straight they're heading for straight to hell is where where I see them winding up.
1: And they're coming after our children. Sh- show Austin of them parading last weekend, hundreds of children like captured
9: slaves at their pedo rally. You know, that's that's another thing. You know, people don't realize if you transition a child they're permanently sterilized. Transitioning is sterilization. And that's everything the the PC cult favors is about reducing population globally. And that's why they want, you know, they favor birth control, abortion. Uh, assisted suicide at the end of life. They want to transition your children uh, because a transition child is sterilized child. And I want to be clear. We're going to play a clip from a doctor who wrote a book about this. We're getting him on male feminization, chemicals, and drinking water. I had
1: Blair White in here last week. Blair White is against the force of kids, the, the pedophilia, all of it. Blair White believes the chemicals changed Blair into being a woman. I don't hate people. I don't hate frogs that have been turned feminine by the chemicals. I hate the agenda and the globalists that are doing it and people that target children. So let's go ahead and play this quick clip where this doctor has written a book about this, breaks down the numbers.
6: They call it male feminization. Whenever you're adding all these chemicals, atrazine is the big one that's often studied. It's a, it's a herbicide. It's the second most used herbicide in North America. I don't know if you've heard of atrazine. Right, yeah, it's in the drinking water. Totally illegal in Europe, by the way. They don't even allow it in Europe. It's crazy. And in, in America, it's the second most used after glyphosate but they'll call it male feminization. You give these animals atrazine exposures and they're equal exposures to a lot of Americans. And like, for example, uh, if you have a frog and you've got him in 200 nanograms per deciliter of atrazine, 200, that male frog turns female. Now you've got a female frog. But it's not just atrazine because you're, now you've got the plastic water bottles. Oh, and you've got all this fragrance with all these parabens rubbing it on your skin. Your skin is absorbing all this stuff. Oh, and now you've got like sunscreen chemicals, right? We haven't even talked about that, but oxybenzone in sunscreen by far the most widely used chemical in sunscreen, that's an estrogen endocrine disruptor. It acts like estrogen in your body. And they did a study, after I published my book, they did a study with oxybenzone and one application of sunscreen, just one. Seven days later, it was above the government's safety limits in people's blood. And that's just an adult with one application of oxybenzone and some people are putting on their kids, like, oh, yeah. five days a week. They're like, putting on their face like, personal care products that brag about, like, keeping your face protected mm-hmm. from the sun. They call it male feminization.
1: All right, so I had Blair White on, who admits all this is going on and says that, you know, that they're against it. And then I love being attacked. I don't mind. But the fake right wing, like, oh, look, he doesn't hate these people. Well, Blair's not going after kids. Blair thinks the chemicals did this. We know this. Do we hate the frogs that have been changed? No, we hate those that are doing it.
9: Correct. You know, I saw a lot of people giving you a hard time online about it, and it's ridiculous. You know, there, there were tra- trannies in Jesus' time. They were called eunuchs back then. And Jesus said to love everybody, so, you know, how dare you love everybody? Uh, so I, I think it's absurd for them to try to attack you for that. Well, I don't like the people going after kids, but when somebody says they're against it, has been
1: fighting against it, and says, yeah, the chemicals did this to me, what do we do about a, a frog? That wants to have sex with the male frog because of chemicals. Do we hate the frog? No, absolutely not. And of course, is banned all over the world, but here.
9: Yeah, it's you know the chemicals. They're trying to get us any way they can as far as population reduction, whether it's chemicals in the food or the water. Now they want to put the MRI, in, mRNA shots in, in into the beef and the cattle. And we're going to the- talk about alpha gal center when we come back. But yeah, I mean, look.
1: They want to do this to these people and then control them after they've abused them and mutated them. We need to reach out to people and explain what's been done to them.
9: Correct. People need to understand what's going on. And certainly if, if you've been exposed to these chemicals, they will feminize you.
1: Well, I, if we see a frog has been feminized, we've got to not talk to it. then.
9: It's It's kind of ridiculous. What it is is unbelievable.
1: And... We're all being hit by this. We're all being mutated right now. We have to admit that we're all in this together.
9: Appreciate it. I wanted to give a shout out to my friends at $50 Eye Guy. They got me these glasses here and also professional pharmacy resources in Pace, Florida. $50 Eye Guy is a friend of mine uh, in Pensacola, Florida. They're a great patriotic company. Um, you know, uh, there's so much to talk about. You know, people who have been poisoned, they need meds on hand. So go to MyFreeDoctor.com. You know, the people that are dying when they catch COVID are the people who, who've had three and four shots. So if you had three, four or five shots, you need early treatment more than the person that took zero shots that has natural immunity. We treat everybody for free. So I would encourage. And COVID deaths are quote up. Oh, they're way up. The, and we're seeing another wave right now. Uh, you know, it's certainly in Florida and in Alabama. Uh, so I would encourage everybody to go to com to go ahead and get your meds on hand. Even if you're not sick yet, just go there. Uh, we'll get your get your meds sent to you, so you have them, so you can start treatment on day one. You don't want to delay treatment when you get sick, is the point. And if you took the poison, then uh, you, you, there's things you need to be doing. I think which the
1: University of Colorado admits is shedding
3: now.
9: Shedding is very real. If uh, pregnant, the biggest thing to mention on the shedding front is uh, that uh, pregnant women should not be around people who took the poison because uh, they they're likely to have a miscarriage if they are. Keep going, but. Uh, Everybody, that, everybody should probably be on once a week ivermectin. There's a, there's over the counter treatments you can take. That's what my medical doctor, who's not even part of the
1: show, said. We're recommending, and they gave me the dose I've got at my office: two ivermectin pills a
9: week. Correct. They said it's
1: anti. They said it's everything.
9: It has a lot of great properties. It's a wonderful, safe drug, safer than Tylenol. Uh, there's what enough- does it do? It's difficult to explain, but, you know, certainly it's an antiparasitic. Now, if you think of a virus, all a virus is really is a, a small, super tiny parasite. It, a, a virus cannot live outside of a cell. it has, It's an intracellular parasite, basically. So think of a virus as a miniature parasite, and th- then you'll understand why ivermectin works. Do you know about the invention of ivermectin by the Japanese? Correct. It won the Nobel Prize in medicine uh, because it's such a good, wonderful drug. They, they found it in the soil. Uh, when they originally discovered it, and that, that's why they got won the Nobel Prize. What I read is they their carp kept dying, and
1: so the first thing they noticed was they gave it to carp that didn't get sick and die and lived a lot longer. So then they started testing it in humans for other things.
9: Correct, and it has a lot of wonderful uh, benefits overall. Uh, certainly, it's good for parasites. It's good. We know it's good for COVID. We've used it in three hundred thousand patients. And that some people are saying it has anti cancer properties. That's what Judy Minkovitz says. She just says it stops the replication of things in our part of your body. Correct. And we're seeing these people getting all these turbo cancers. Who who is it that's getting these turbo cancers? It's the people who took the shots. For example, my, my sister in law passed away a week ago. She was healthy and fine, took the shots. Six months later, she gets diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Wow. She's now dead. My uncle took the Moderna shot two weeks later. He had a Widowmaker MI. So it's infected, you know, it's affected my life personally with with my friends and family. And I hear these horror stories every day all, all around. And that's not anecdotal. The numbers show 20 million dead. Correct. I think it's going to wind up being much higher. I mean, I'm predicting at least a billion people are going to die from this poison. You know, it's the greatest mass poison in the history of the world is what we've just witnessed. And so, you know, it's taken two to three years to to see the outcome of that. But now we're just seeing people dropping like flies, dying suddenly all over the world. What about they say a new virus is coming and they're going to have new lockdowns?
1: What are some of the things they're trying to hype up? Because monkeypox, people didn't buy that.
9: Well, certainly, you know, like there's a, you know, they released the mutant mosquitoes in Florida. This is where I would call, call on Governor DeSantis. Why are you letting them release mutant mosquitoes in Florida? We need to put a stop. No mutant mosquitoes, because when they released the mutant mosquitoes in South America, the mosquito-borne illnesses went through the roof. By the way, listen to this. It doesn't even sound real. Don't release the
1: mutant mosquitoes. Sounds like the start of a zombie movie.
9: I know. It's crazy. I can't even believe I'm having to say this.
1: We're the extremists. Don't release the mutant mosquitoes from, from Bill Gates.
9: Correct. Bill Gates is <laughs> clearly a bad person. I call him Bill Gates of hell. He needs to be arrested on trial in Nuremberg 2.0 as soon as possible. Uh, but they now we're having a dang fever outbreak in Florida, and it's a great mystery. No, it's not a great mystery. It's because they released the mutant mosquitoes in Florida.
7: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
9: What's happening in South America? We're seeing the same thing with malaria. We're seeing a lot more malaria cases now. Where, where is that happening? That's happening. We'll type the headline in from AP and
1: Reuters majority of new polio cases caused by vaccine, and it, and it mentions Bill and Melinda Gates. So this is not even 2 plus 2 equals 4. This is, they do this to us.
9: This is, uh, the you know, the, the billionaire uh, class are intentionally poisoning people, releasing this mad science on the world. Uh, mutant mosquitoes, they want to, like in Australia now, they're mandating they have to give the cows and the, and the pigs the mRNA fake vaccine so that it, the mRNA, the spike protein is the bioweapon, It's in the food supply now. So we need a global ban on the spike protein. That's one thing to start. You know, if you want to start fixing these problems and solving them, we need to ban the spike protein globally. It's straight up poison. It's a bioweapon. They released this bioweapon on us in 2020. That's when World War III started. And we need to put a stop to it. Don't you say ban it. It's in the shots. It is in the shots. A self-replicating nanotech. That's what Judy Mikovic said yesterday. Absolutely, you know we've had over seven million. Over seven million are dead now in three years of this war. Over seven million dead. Over five billion. Well, well the numbers we're getting from prestigious doctors in Europe is twenty million. Correct. Okay, so um, I hadn't read those late, but yeah, twenty million dead. So we're seeing massive death all over the world, and nobody can figure out what's going on. We know what's going on. They're poisonous, all on purpose. It's nuts. It's crazy, mad science, and somebody needs to put a stop to it. We need to start holding these poison pushers accountable, especially the politicians. The foxes guarding the hen house, they're not going to arrest themselves. The fake doctor poison pushers, they're caught in the legal trap. Once they recommended the poison, they can't tell their patients, oh, I've been telling you all to take poison because then they'll get sued for malpractice. That was the setup. That is the setup, and the and the bad doctors fell for it. November 2020, I told all of our patients, do not take a single dose of any of these poisons. They're going to be bad. It was easy to predict. I read the science. I read the studies. All the animals in the studies, 80% eighty percent of them died so how is this going to be good for humans and they did change nothing a little time passed and they said let's start giving it to people well let's talk about you because this is what's crazy you don't you
1: didn't say to say this on air but I'm going to just say it you gave three hundred thousand patients things you let them do it via a donation with an online pharmacy they tried to stop you been vindicated proven right you are still full-time working in an ER to pay your bills. Because you didn't get enough donations to even pay your operators and doctors and, and pharmacists, and and it, it, you know you should be make, you should be doing this full time. It's the same with us; we're barely funding things and we're doing all this great work. And I'm not complaining. It's just that look at Bill Gates making hundreds of billions, killing people, and you're working full time while running a company that gives people free health care because they're not making enough donations. It's just it's emblematic of the issue.
9: Absolutely. Well, I feel like God has blessed me with this ability to do this, so I I'm uh, thankful and grateful for to have the opportunity to be able to do what I'm doing.
1: I, I, I just asked you how you were doing, and you were like, I'm doing pretty good, I'm just trying to pay my bills, and here you are saving all these people, and you
9: can't even pay your bills. I just, it, it's insane. It is, but that's what we're dealing with, the level of evil and insanity uh, that's coming down against our doctors. You know, there's about 12 doctors on our team. We've had about 30 doctors total on our team. Eight of our doctors nominated for the Nobel Prize. I'm, I was nominated for a Nobel Prize. Uh, It's not to brag, but the the people need to listen to the doctors who got it right from day one. Don't listen to the poison-pushing fake doctors. You've been proven right. All the doctors were in one of three groups with respect to these fake vaccine poisons. There were the poison pushers who were in favor of it. There were the, the right docs of history who opposed it from day one. And then there were the third group, the defense writers. They were the bargainers. They said, well, don't give it to children, but do give it to old people. And what, oddly enough, what the media did was the media made the poison pushers or the bargainers, they made those doctors famous uh, while they, they pretended the right docs of history don't exist. They pretended there were zero doctors that opposed these shots. When there's, there's a few of us, I've got around 50 of us in the right docs of history group who opposed these shots from, from day one, doctors like uh, Jim Thorpe, Judy Mikovitz. We got to end this hard here because a special
1: guest is coming up with some other big guests that she's got on the show, Kate Daly and then... I'm going to tape a multi-hour show with Mickey Willis. Uh, he'll be on for one hour, but I'm going to do a whole hour on a deep dive on Bill Gates. You think you've seen it all? You haven't, folks. We've been found clips I never saw. I'm going to tape it today. We're going to send it to Stephen Crowder tomorrow. It's going to premiere uh, tomorrow afternoon at ladderwithcrowder.com. Go to jonescrowder.com. Get one free month for a year free, and I'm going to start that weekly special show. Then we're going to start more shows. If you want to support the broadcasts, and fund the tip of the spear and get access to not just my show, but Crowder's subscription services and all their special shows and all their special events, go to jonescrowder.com today if you want to fund this operation because we're not funded by the globalists. They're squeezing us all, but we are having the biggest awakening ever. There are some huge announcements coming (coughs) very, very soon, some big events, some big things happening. I mean, I'm not bragging. I'm just letting you know the good news. It's not just Senator Josh Hawley, I'm going to play that clip again in a moment, get ready, saying, hey, it's a one-party system, they're taking over, it's a dictatorship, they're outlawing their opposition. We're, we, we, we understand the analysis, and it's getting picked up by everybody they understand it now. And I, I mean, I got to tell you, it's, it's a lot of people in every sector of the economy, all over the world, in the military, and in academia, in the, in the ecclesiastical area, uh, everywhere, it's on big time. So thank you all for your support. I'm going to steadfastly continue on. No matter what happens, I'm totally committed to you. I'm totally committed to my family. And we're all in this together. For my family to be free, your family's got to be free. This is a new world order, technocracy, corporate attack, a new type of war. But we're learning about it. We're understanding it. The learning curve's going straight up. We're going to win. Dr. Ben Marble, we only got about nine minutes left. You're going to be on the war room today with
9: the great Owen Schreuer. What else do you
1: want to impart to this audience?
9: Well one thing I wanted to mention is you know the Elon Musk versus Marxist Mark uh, MMA fight that was supposed to happen. We see that. You know I remember you on my show challenging him to a fight. I think you probably inspired that. June of one red shot, please. I, I came up with the nickname Zuck the Cuck. I, I even made Zuck the Cuck dot com dot com and I challenged uh, Marxist Mark to an MMA-style fight. Now, supposedly— Yeah, read to folks what you said on here. This is what I what I said, June of 2021. I'd like to challenge Mark Zuckerberg to a mono-e-mono UFC-style hand-to-hand combat fight to be televised live for the world to watch me kick Zuck the Cuck's ass. Someone get me in touch with Joe Rogan now. Zuck the Cuck can try, but reality cannot be deleted. So since their fight is supposedly off, I want to go ahead and issue that challenge once, ag- once again to Marxist Mark Zuck the Cuck. Zuck the cuck, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Even my fat ass could beat
1: his ass. He's I try will. all that fancy ching chong stuff, I'm just going to pound the living hell out of his head.
9: Well, I would like to donate my share of the proceeds to MyFreeDoctor.com to continue helping uh, deliver free doctor visits to America. So if he'll accept my challenge, Joe Rogan, get me in touch with him. Let's make it happen. I you're actually fight. a bigger guy than you look when you stand up. I'm 6'2", 182 pounds. I haven't trained to fight in years. I used to fight a lot when I was a teenager, but it's been a while, but I'll start training If he'll accept the challenge. Well, I'm not saying I'm
1: the toughest guy around, but i put some people on the
9: ground. Well, there's a lot of people that can kick my ass, but I don't think Marxist Mark is one of them. Yeah.
1: But regardless, it'd be good to see you get in the ring with him.
9: Yeah, I would love to get in the ring with him. It would be great, and uh, we'd do it for charity and raise some money for MyFreeDoctor.com.
1: Well, I don't want any violence against Zuckerberg other than if he agrees to get in the ring. We don't want Biden to get his head blown off, turns him into a, a victim, Turns him into a a, a, a what's the word they use? a uh, Martyr? Martyr. Correct. We don't want that.
9: Now, you know, Jesus, uh, the, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, which is interesting because, you know, Jesus said, live by the sword, die by the sword. Most people don't understand what he meant when he said that because uh, how did Jesus die? Well, he died on the cross, but at the end he got jabbed with a spear through the ribs. All a spear is is a long sword. The spear of destiny. The spear of destiny. It, a spear is just a long sword, Right. So Jesus died by a sword, and he comes back in the end in Revelations. He, he, a sword comes out of his and mouth. And he always repeats things.
1: At the Garden of Gethsemane, before he turned himself over, and he cried and said, God, please, you know, Father, pass this by me. And God said, no, it's going to happen. He said, fine, I'll do it. Uh, but when they cut off one of the disciples' ears, he, or one of the Romans' ears, he put it back on and said, next
9: time, though, sell your cloak and buy a sword. Correct. And next time I'm coming with a sword. Matthew 10, 34, he said, do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. And that's the point is at the end of time when Jesus comes back, which hopefully will happen soon, uh, he kills all the evildoers with his sword. I think it says in Revelations, the sword of his voice. Sword comes out of his mouth and slays the evildoers, sends Satan and all to the lake of fire. So, He's being loving and nice to wake us up. He, he wasn't doing that for them. He, he, well, for the people who accept Jesus as their Savior and repent of their, of their sins, Jesus was the sacrificial lamb that allowed us to be redeemed. And so we can be redeemed if we uh, pray to Jesus and ask for forgiveness, and we won't get slaved by the sword. But the people who don't ask for forgiveness will be. Well, I would bet on you in a Zuckerberg fight. Well, thanks. I appreciate
1: Everybody that. always thinks like kind southern gentlemen aren't tough. They have no idea.
9: No, growing up in Mississippi, the one thing I learned in Mississippi, uh, I was born in Mississippi, but I grew up in Florida, and then after sixth grade, uh, we moved back to Mississippi. And the one thing I learned there was you had to fight. It was fight or die. If you didn't learn how to fight. People don't know. It kind of ended in the 90s and stuff, but when I grew up, people just
1: beat the hell out of each other.
9: Correct. I was born in 1970, and then I was in Mississippi in the 80s, and if you didn't fight, you just got beat up all the time. So I I started taking karate and kickboxing. Yeah, back then the cops just drove by and stopped and watched. Correct absolutely i got stabbed in the leg one time in a big brawl i got in a bunch of fights in high school we just got, i was i probably had 25 street fights i lost two of them i won all the rest i never started any of them but man i i, I mean i did not start them but i finished every time i started losing boy i got hurt bad when I,
1: I felt bad too you know this one guy died three months after our fight from the stuff and he was a big convict started a fight with me he started hurt me bad i blacked out i, I beat that somebody. it took him a while to die but i felt
9: bad about it later i understand i mean i Certainly, I had four boxer fractures when I was in high school fighting so much. Uh, fighting's not good. I eventually learned that it's better to avoid a fight than getting one because, you know. You ever black out in a fight? Yeah, you just, I call it the red rage. You just go, go nuts. And, and, and Damn, like, it feels it. good, though. It is addicting. It is. It's,
1: you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's,
9: it's you know, quite good. Basically, we had a fight club before we knew it was called a fight club, and we just saw would fight all the time. Well, it's too bad that goes on, but it's
1: even worse now. They don't let us fight because everybody just shoots each other instead.
9: Yeah, back then, you know, you just fought. You didn't bring out a knife or a gun. You just would fight each other, and whoever lost, lost, and that was fine, you know. I don't know, though, man. The fights I got in were brutal. We got in some brutal fights. Last fight I got in, I knocked a guy out with a spinning back fist. It was pretty bad. Uh, but uh, he was outweighed me by, like, 40 pounds. Should have beaten, beaten me, but, uh, you know, I'd been training a lot, and... uh You know, he attacked me, and so I defended myself. Typically, what would happen was, you know, how dare you talk to my girlfriend? Well, I don't know who your girlfriend is. You know, it was usually related to Well, that's how it always was, a woman. It was always over a woman, absolutely. Yeah, I guess that's the old male thing, but now that's gone, and we got a bunch of sissies. Correct. It's kind of a necessary evil. All these beta male cucks like Zuck the Cuck, you know. Uh, you know, we need real men to stand up and start fighting back against all this BS. And uh, that's why I'm willing to issue this challenge to Zuck the Cuck if he'll, he'll accept. And uh, I'll, f- I'll fight him any time, any day. Uh, but, you know, we need to do it for charity to raise money for MyFreeDoctor.com. Well, I'll tell you, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's really
9: a shame. I would like to mention this. Anybody, if you've been poisoned... Uh, you need to go to myfreedoctor.com and go ahead and get the meds on hand. I said that earlier, but I can't overemphasize that enough because the people who are dying when they get COVID uh, are the people who've had three and four shots. What they do is it impairs your overall immunity. We call it VADES, vaccine-induced AIDS. So we're seeing people who've gotten these multiple shots that their immune system is just destroyed, and they're coming up with all these weird, bizarre illnesses. And so those people need meds on hand because if they get COVID, they're high risk for death. So you need to start treatment as early as possible. So go ahead and go to MyFreeDoctor.com. We'll get meds to you as soon as we can. All right, what are you going to cover on Owen's show today at 3 p.m. Central? Sorry, what was
1: that? What are you going to cover on Owen's show at 3 p.m. Central?
9: Whatever Owen wants to talk about, you know, uh, probably, uh, you know, more more about the poison death shots. and, and... Well, you didn't get to some of this.
1: COVID Victims Family sue Ego Health Alliance for funding releasing virus. I mean, it's just it's insane.
9: Yeah, there's so many issues to touch on. Uh, the, the big ones, uh, don't take, you know, step one, stop taking poison. Step two, fire the fake Dr. Poison Pusher. Step three, find a real doctor. You can find a real doctor at myfreedoctor.com.
5: I feel like men are in a really hard position, and they don't know what to do. I mean, as far as women are so kind of out of control in so many ways, in in a small minority, and it doesn't speak to the rest of us women who actually really like and revere men <laughs> and need them around and want them around. And, you know, I've raised boys and let me just tell you, I, I, I love it that they're boys. And I used to say on the radio uh, that if you weren't buying spray and wash to get the stains out of your boys' clothes, then uh, you weren't doing a very good job parenting. <laughs> Lots of spray and wash. That's the secret to that. And also, I feel bad because I think men are in a, like I said, a tight spot and also I'm probably the biggest anti-feminist you'll ever meet on the planet. And I think women have really ruined womanhood. Um, And I think there is a lot to be said for uh, really strong, really good women. And I really appreciate women. But I also appreciate men pretty equally, actually. You want to talk equal? okay? um, I would say that I equally appreciate both. And I think these horrendous women are kind of uh, um, just... Trying to destroy men, but they're not going to because the vast majority of women in this country um, really understand that both, it takes both, both roles, and we need both um, to be strong and men to be strong. So I love that conversation. I also love that conversation for another reason, too. And it's talking about what they did with, I call it Blowvid uh, because it blows, but COVID, the whole masterminded idea of COVID. You know, it was funny, a friend of mine said, recently that they took a COVID test. Um, and I know this person knows what a farce it is. But here's the deal, though. Many times on the show since day one, right on this show, on my show, whatever. I've said over and over again, the FDA, there is no COVID in the test. The FDA on the pamphlet that you can go look up online. There's a question in there and it says, "Will I get COVID from this test. And it says there is no COVID in the test, but it's called a COVID test. Hmm. Isn't that strange? Hmm, Makes one wonder, doesn't it? You're not going, it's just a name. They could have named it Blobbity Gook Test, and everyone would go, Am I going to get Blobbity Gook? It's that ridiculous. There is no COVID in the test, and they admit it. The FDA admits it in writing on the very brochure they give you when you go take a test. So stop testing. What testing does is it furthers their lies, it furthers the whole scandemic. And the more we buy into it, even in the smallest way, it gives them power. And the only thing I want to do is take power away from them. So today, I want to talk to you a little bit of a different angle on the fires. I know you've heard a lot. They've covered fires so magnificently on this show and so many angles, but I want to bring in a new angle and something that is maybe not being talked about as much, but I observed, found a little strange Um, given all the history and research I do. So I want to talk about that in relation to property rights. And then I also want to give you a lot of things that you could probably do right now this summer to sort of prepare for what's coming. We know the digital dollar is coming. We know um, we're going to wipe out cash. We know all these things are on the horizon. You can feel it. I can feel it. We all have that gut sense that there is a transition going on. I do not think we'll go into a depression. I think we're going into a transition and that transition is going to be, if I say the word interesting, it doesn't do it justice. Um, It's going to be hard, but it's also going to be something that I hope that we can kind of get a grasp on and maybe some control over for our own lives, because that's the only way we're going to pull out of all of this. If we pull out of all of this and I do have a lot of hope in man. So When I come back, I want to give you a lot of things. And I also want to give you a prediction from 1991 in a book, okay? I'm calling this, you know, the fire that they're getting away with, truly. But isn't it interesting that this event was from the 8th to 11th, and this book is already out on Amazon by Miles. Miles, Miles Stones. Hmm, interesting name. Anyway, uh, Fire and Fury, the Story of 2023 Maui Fire. You guys find that a little weird? Okay. And also, of course, the whole, well, the whole context of the book is climate change. And no lie, you can't make this crap up anymore. It's gripping and eye-opening account of one of the most devastating wildfires in Hawaii's history and how it reveals the urgent need to address the global climate crisis. Notice how they're not really talking about the fires. They're just talking about the global climate crisis. I love that. Um, So I was reviewing tapes on, of course, the uh, bought and paid for governor of Hawaii talking about and I, I know you've I know you've seen this tape where he's talking immediately about the housing he wants to build and the new city he wants to build and how he is pretty much begging at this point for the state to buy up the land. And people were posting about the insurance part of this, Uh, you know, as far as that goes, how are, how is anyone going to be, how is anyone going to rebuild? They're going to have to give it to the insurance companies. The insurance companies aren't going to do anything. I've heard all kinds of things. Um, They don't have enough money built in because the money is really about the land, not about the structure and all kinds of things. So there's a real defeatist thing going on where the messaging is the state will take your property whenever it wants. And They're going to make it so. And so now you have to try to fight for your land. Whereas if your house burnt down today, okay, and I hope it doesn't, if your house burnt down today, you would go to your insurance company and you would rebuild the home, okay? You would rebuild the home. The home is insured. So why aren't they talking about that, right? It's very, very, very bizarre. So I was looking at a couple of things. And one of them, obviously, I just want to point out the most obvious things. The fire was hot enough to melt steel, but not hot enough to burn wood all around it. Gosh, that seems so reminiscent of almost, well, let's see, 22 years ago. huh? Yeah, I remember that. Anyway, um, and the fire was strange, and it's by the water. And it's a very weird, um, it's not a wild brush fire. It was actually more or less the fire by the city, on the streets, and by certain buildings. I don't see any big resorts um, getting uh, firebombed. The governor comes out, the bought and paid for governor, and he, he talks little Joshy, and he talks about how oh my gosh, it was like a bomb, like a bomb exploded. I thought that was kind of interesting. It's a little bit of a tell. They always slip up. There's always those slip ups when they're describing things that sound a little off, because usually when you're talking about a fire, you're not really going to be saying that. You're not going to say it looks like a bomb went off. You're just going to say look what the fire did. Okay. The trees around the area don't look really ravaged by a hurricane. We know that the feed was manipulated um, with space gaps, you know, uh time gaps, I should say, in and spaces within the video. We know that there's a lot of problems here with what we're visualizing and what we're shown in in uh in print, okay? And they're often doing black and white photos, which is really strange. But it seems as though this particular um, direct uh, energy weapon oh did I say that out loud direct energy weapon seems to be pointed directly at certain types of homes and businesses not the resorts okay so now that we have established that um, and I know that you I know they've done great recaps uh, here I know Greg has done some great recaps and Alex and so um, and Owen but here you go you have this this particular city people can't get in they cannot help and there's a lot of really strange things. Then they talked about the, the banyan tree, okay? And then they said, well, maybe it's okay. Maybe it just burnt on the outside. I thought that was a little weird. But what were they doing inside the articles? They were saying over and over again um, how protected this area should be. And they talked about the goddess of Maui and um, the pond there and all kinds of different elements to make you emotional about protection, Oh, can the state? And so your next thought should be, as the governor is telling you, I I want to protect this property. Never happen again. I'm not specifically talking about the loss of life. We all know the loss of life is horribly sad. The government, I think, cares less, could care less about the loss of life. But know that a lot of prayers are going up for these people that are caught in the crosshairs of whatever government does. And government does a lot of things. And they do not care about us, as evidenced in the 1950s and 60s on the reports of ways to basically kill us off and then blame it on other countries. So we have those reports, right? So, and those projects that are written out that we have access to. So I'm not just saying that it's actually true. So here we are. Um, I don't see the firefighting teams. I don't see the helicopters. It seems like in a lot of false flags, there's no helicopters. And I know that I've mentioned a few false flags here. There's no helicopters. There's no like, things that you would see on the ground. Witnesses were saying, you know, there, there, there wasn't the alarms, there wasn't the firemen coming. It was a really strange scene and bizarre. Okay. And now I don't know if they're being honest about the death count. I don't know what's happening there. But let me tell you what happened yesterday. So yesterday, and this happened, I mean, my gosh, was it included in the book by Miles Stones? I mean, my gosh, who gets out a book in a couple of days, I don't know, who writes and gets it out and publishes a couple of days, but I'll go, I'll I'll move forward. There were two articles that I thought were really strange. One from Reuters, which is bought and paid for. And they talked about Moody's investor investor service um, that estimated insurance losses from wildfires in Maui to about $1 billion. More than 2000 structures were damaged, destroyed and 27 structures exposed. Okay. That was as of yesterday. What's interesting is it said the average single-family home valued at $1.5 million estimated losses would affect property and casualty insurers with significant homeowners and commercial property market share. Okay. But we are talking about a, a smaller city on a smaller island. And as far as structures go, it's a lot of structures, but I wouldn't say it's it's going to change the industry forever. But this is the message you guys got. Right. So this was the message they were trying to send yesterday. Then the New York Times did the other part of the setup, and it said Maui fires come at a moment of turmoil from for the insurance industry. That was the full title. New York Times Maui fires come at a moment of turmoil for the insurance industry. Now, before I've talked about California and I talked about one insurer saying, I'm not going to insure now, what are they doing? Why are, why are they saying this yesterday? Why are they concentrating on this? They said Hawaii has the nation's lowest rates for homeowner coverage because it has not suffer, suffered many natural disasters. Oh my gosh, they've had volcanoes. They've had, they had a hurricane about 40 years ago, uh, did some massive damage. What do you mean? What do you mean this is new? Okay. And that insurers aren't really insuring that, you know, kind of low because, you know, there's not much happening over there. Give me a break. Give me a break. They're on an island. Okay, and so uh, they talked about the devastating wildfires. This is New York Times in Hawaii have come at an upheaval for the insurance industry in a place that has not been considered very risky by underwriters. It's on the coast. It's risky. Why are they doing the article? They're doing the article for the big setup. What they're doing is they want to change the insurance industry. They want to stop funding homes. They want to stop funding loans. And I went back to like, 2018 and 19, when people uh, started claiming that certain homes were not getting funded by insurance companies. Do you guys notice something? The banks aren't talking about anything. You're not hearing one single word about the banks. You're only hearing about the insurance companies. Insurance this, insurance that, insurance companies won't pay. Then you've got a governor saying, "Oh, I think we have a plan already ready uh, to uh, do some housing here, workforce housing." And oh, by the way, I think the state should own this and maybe do a memorial. No, you have a fire, you rebuild. Um, was it a directed energy weapon? Well, um, in 2019, there was an article. I think it was Forbes that said that uh, the Pentagon wanted to use these sort of direct energy weapons um, by 2023. What year is it? Oh yeah, awkward. So was it that? Um, there's been a lot about that. I'll get into that in just a moment. But the New York Times, the New York Times wrote this article and this was yesterday, and they said this. They said, uh, the devastating wildfires in Hawaii have come at a time in upheaval for the insurance industry in a place that has not been considered very risky by underwriters. I'm sorry, but I don't believe that for a second. They are pumping, pumping, pumping you, pumping you with propaganda that the insurance company has problems, that You might not get, you can go buy a home, a very expensive home, but if you don't get it insured, you're not getting that house. Where Where have the banks been in all of this? Not a single solitary word. Yeah. It's really strange, but you know, if you understand who these guys are and what they do and who they control, then it makes a little more sense to tell you the truth. So what they kept saying was the state's residents have generally paid low home insurance rates, the cheapest in the country. I don't believe Hawaii would be the cheapest in the country. Okay. Anyway, um, but because there are relatively few natural disasters like Florida and California, you notice how they specifically mentioned those two states because those two states are the only states you've heard about really, unless you're, unless you're building a home in the mountains where there have been people that have said, I can't get it insured. Um, But California and Florida seem to be the two places, right, that you're going to see the insurance company, not across the country. So they're pumping you to make a problem a problem so that you think it's a problem. It becomes a problem, if that makes sense. And I know you probably are miles ahead of me. on um, that. So what they said was this in this New York Times article yesterday. This is the focus. Remember that insurance rates are set on a state level with varying degrees of government regulation and intervention. And typically, states like Hawaii have strong private insurance markets. Uh, they haven't needed forceful state laws on rates. What should that say to you right there? What it says to me, um, and I, I research, I study probably eight nine hours a day actually, and I have for almost thirteen years. Okay, so what that sentence says to me, and I'll say it again: typically, states like Hawaii have strong private insurance markets, have not needed forceful state involvement on rates yet. What happens if they do? What happens if people cannot, cannot get property? Only the elites can't hang on to property because of insurance rates, right? Because you have a contract with your home, but your insurance company can fluctuate, right? Because you re-sign with them, you know, and in terms, okay? Okay. And so do they have a little more control over your home than mortgages? Because I think when we think property rights, we always think, well, you know, we're bound in a mortgage. It's a contract, okay? But the problem is, is that the insurance companies and the taxation, property taxation, can throw big wrenches in property rights. And this is why they're talking about it right now. They're doing the setup right now. The setup for uh, insurance is going to get a lot harder to get. Not because it was a real problem causing it, Anytime there's a disaster, you go in, you fund it. But I have to remind everybody, PG&E got brought up on charges, right? For manslaughter, for arson, for those fires in 2020. Don't forget that. PG&E. So do we know that government in some shape or form could cause these things? Sure, we do. Yeah. It's evidenced. It's witnessed. And also... This is what David Martlett said, professor at Appalachian State University. Is there? Anyway, I think insurance or insurance insurers, I'm sorry, are going to start factoring in the increased frequency and severity of wildfires. You've already seen that in California. We may see that across the board. Are we looking at more fire bombings from direct energy weapons? Hmm. Is this a reason that they can sort of tilt the insurance company? into this whole problematic industry now, right? Uber expensive industry that outprices everybody out of a home. So let me kind of give you a big picture on this because I always like big picture. The big picture on this would be to understand the insurance companies for just a moment. Edward, and this came from Dr. David Martin, Edward Jenner in in the late 1700s, I think it was 1794 and 96, invented the vaccine, okay? Which by the way, it's the, it gets its derivation from cattle. We're the cattle. Anyway, Jenner uh, decided that there should be an opportunity, right? And you could play around with the weaponization of nature. And in 1803, a conversation started right after that, right at the inception of our country, right after, uh, with how to use the plague to possibly our advantage or their advantage. I'm sorry, not our advantage. Plagues are like bacteria caused, and that's why they spread, So you have a situation where they were setting up. Hey, we have these shots, and hey, we have uh, we have these plagues from the past. What could we do with them? In 1883, 80 years later, Francis Galton came up with an answer to that and said these beautiful things called bacteria, um, all of these things, this weaponization uh, of nature would start the eugenics program. Okay, kind of like a business plan, if you will. It included the insurance companies, and this is where the insurance companies were sort of really born and then gave us a whole new surge in the GDP at the time. And this was 1893 to 18 or 1883 to 93, that 10 years. Okay. The insurance companies took hold and I don't think we realize the end, overall impact this has on our society. No one ever talks about insurance companies. In fact, they did not talk about them for the last three years. Okay. The payouts, the, the things that, and I talked about it. Um, I think the last time I was on here, I talked about the fact that the numbers were insane. The numbers were through the roof for payouts in 21 and 22, not necessarily 2020, when supposedly COVID was ravaging the earth. Give me a break. What a lie. Such a lie. It was a label, you guys. Um, And I know you know that. So the insurance companies crop up. And in 1904, who was on that platform, that dais, uh, when the president uh, came into being in 1905 and from then on? And we're talking from the early 1900s, you had the fully owned presidents, like with Colonel House in the background, kind of directing things at the beginning. You had all of these shadowy figures, right, um, of the deep state really going to bat starting in the early 1900s. And who was on that platform with the president of the United States to kind of say, here we are and we're in control because of the eugenics program that was started through the use of vaccines. And it was New York Life and Aetna and the insurance companies of America. The insurance companies, by the way, they're still going strong. Isn't it interesting? They, they hardly ever fail. Your big ones. Yep. Just keep on chugging along. Do they control the banks? We always think the banks, the banks are the banks. But is there a lot of control coming from the insurance companies? You know, they rushed the Federal Reserve to happen right before World War I. But I don't think many people realize that they actually insured the soldiers for the first time. Do you realize that? Most families didn't even know they were insured and never picked up the benefits of a lost loved one. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, they sure made out on that too. And what happened in World War I was the vaccination program, um, kind of that trial run, uh, to make it look like we had this big disease. When I went back in the in the archives on that, you know, that was like 13-page news. It wasn't even cover news at the time. And I told you in previous uh, episodes that they bumped the numbers up every year. So what was very, very low now is 50 to 100 million people died from that. But they used that in many ways. Number one, to pump up numbers. Number two, to uh, they insured the soldiers. They made money that way. But once the insurance companies got into, uh, into effect, once they, once they sort of took hold, isn't it interesting, it was right before you had the banking taken over, central banking put in place, you had the wars, you had um, very manipulated wars, um, all kinds of things transpired, the move into socialism, um, all kinds of things from that time on, very, very strange. But what's the purpose? Why are they? What, what's the coverage about? The coverage is supposed to make you feel like, uh, like the government can take your land with eminent domain and that you have no say and that whatever the government decides to do, if they want to uh, do a memorial in Maui and then put up government housing, that they're going to do it. And now you have to try to fight for your property rights. You, you shouldn't have to fight for your property rights. You're insured, heavily insured, build it back and don't let them take over. And I know the people of Maui will bound, bound, well, hopefully they'll band together and won't let that happen. And uh, it's really a pitiful circumstance because the people are caught in the crosshairs, you know, and those are the true victims. There's all kinds of false flags for different reasons. Some events don't happen. Some events do and all use, right, by the government for whatever purpose they want to use that for. And so in this one, people were victimized. And that's the hard part about that to have to think about is, is the sad part of the loss of life um, because I think the government doesn't really care. And that's an understatement of the century, is it not? Okay, so I wanted to say two things. Um, well, more than two things, but I'll start with this. The CDC two days ago came out with the recommendation that all babies under eight months old entering the first RSV season receive a newly improved injection called uh, Fortis. And children up to 19 months are considered vulnerable to severe RSV. Do you know how rare severe RSV is? Do you know it's been around for a really long time? And guess what, folks? We survive. Yeah, it's called a cold. And yes, some babies in America will get that cold worse than others, right? Maybe it's from the other shots they were given before that. Who knows? That weakened their immune system. But please stop giving any babies these shots and injections, please say no. To, we need a T-shirt. We need a T-shirt. Alex says, "No more shots. Say no to anybody with a needle, please." Um, they had just come out with the new uh, uh, res- are, You know the the new shot, ErexV, are- um, Arexiv, However, I'm the name murderer, so Erxv I think is what it is, and it was approved for lower respiratory tract disease. Uh, caused by RSV. And that was in May. You guys, we don't, it's a, it's a cold. We, we don't need any shots. We don't need any shots. It, it's getting to the point where no matter what it is, hangnail, here's a shot, right? Um, You got bunions, here's a shot. Stop saying yes to their injections. Why do they want to put a needle in you every single time you turn around? Why are they so insistent on every single thing is fixed with a government-approved, FDA-ridiculous-approved shot? You want to go stick a needle in your baby? Let the baby grow up and let the baby decide for themselves whether or not they want to get shot up with 90 shots. Please, please stop giving these shots. Oh, my gosh, they're scaring these poor little parents and uh, it's the saddest thing I've seen because it's, it, they're scaring them. And they're saying, you're not a good parent if you don't go do these things. All you're doing is weakening that baby's immune system horribly. If not, death or autism or maiming or all the other things that can occur too. Please. Um, so we have this triple demic coming up. And one thing I would say to everybody is... If you have a loved one in a nursing home, if you have a loved one that is in a in a facility where Medicaid, is it Medicaid or Medicare, I always get confused, but the one for older people, <laughs> I always forget which one it is. Anyway, if it's controlled by that and they declare whatever new globbity gook variant from hell they want to come up with Trojan horse variant, okay? They're coming up with them each, every single month. Nobody cares, but they're, they're still coming up with them. But if they actually try to make it look like it's real and do something with it, your loved one will be locked down quicker than anything. So that that shot that I just mentioned is for older people and babies. Please don't give it to older people too, please. But, but make sure your paperwork, make sure that you get to an attorney, make sure that you are... In control as much as you can possibly be, or move them to a facility where you do have control, and if you can't get your loved one out, I think one of the best ideas you can do is to is if that happened and your loved one was locked into a facility and you can't get to them because of government and all the workers, the little brown shirted workers are going along with the um, with the ideas that they have to do whatever the state tells them to do because they don't have an American bone in their body well um, get them out on hospice, get them out on hospice, do something else, get them out of that situation because they have, they think the right to give them whatever shots and to do whatever they want to them and keep them isolated. And I don't want to see that happen again. I really fear for people right now because you know, something else is coming or Pfizer wouldn't be trying to pay off all the governors trying to get, trying to get, uh, Pfizer plants, more Pfizer plants, and you know they're working in their states and you know they're working on more shots and you know they have at least three to 400 shots right now ready to go to pimp to you um, by using all of mainstream media to pimp Pfizer commercials and whatnot. So you know more is coming and whether it's faked like the whole blovid thing or whether they, maybe some people actually, they, they do something to a few people and everybody thinks it's coming for them. Whatever the case may be, please secure your loved one, your precious mother, your precious father, your precious loved one, make sure that they're okay. And right now is a really good time to do that. Just like right now is a really good time to have a plan. If, uh, if, if stuff hits the fan, if something happens, put a plan into motion. This is a great time to do it. It's a great time to do food storage. It's a great time to bulk up on supplements and also, um, get a, uh, um, a breathing machine, um a respiratory machine, so that if something happened and they did use respiratory, they're about two three hundred bucks, and you need one for your home, and you could actually go in with it with other family members and friends so that you have one that can be shared you know because not everybody's sick at once, right but if that were to happen and somebody in your family fell ill, the last place I'd want to go to is um is a uh, government controlled hospital, which is basically all the hospitals now so Have that apparatus right now. Don't wait until the fall or winter when you can't get one or when they're sold out. Get it right now and get ahead on prescriptions, right? Get ahead on prescriptions right now. Make sure you have some ivermectin. Make sure you have some uh, budesonide. That's the uh, steroid, right? Um, These are wonderful things that you need to have in your arsenal. And right now is a good time because nobody's thinking about it. You know what they're thinking about? Vacation and back to school, okay? So where the nation is kind of fixed on, on the whole back to school thing, they're not getting these things. And there are a lot of uh, really good, uh, there are some, I shouldn't say a lot, there's not a lot. There's only some really good thinking doctors in America left. I think Dr. Artis said there's like 600 really good doctors left in the, in the nation. Our kids, our grandkids, really in particular, see what's coming and understand what's ahead of them, because that's kind of the more scary part of this. And I know all of you worry about that is you know you're you've had your you know this life but what about them and what are they going to have to contend with it's interesting to have a crystal ball and i talked about the fact that the white house opened up their pandemic office i know you know this um and uh, just recently so of course they have to have something to do and open up an office and just sit there okay so that world of hurts coming for us and i just hope we can see through it this time now that we have wisened up. Okay. Many, many people have, man, the first week of Blovid, I got so much hate mail. <laughs> I just say, you don't get it. We're all going to die. <sighs> anyway, people weren't dying of COVID. They just weren't. They were dying from uh, ICUs. Okay. So there's another crystal ball. And I don't know if I mentioned this before on this show. Strauss and Howe, who did the fourth turning. Everybody talks about that, right? The fourth turning. And yeah, they could have nailed that as far as the turnings go and discussing the phases of life that we go through. They did a book about generations. So it was called Generations, A History of America's Future. And it was uh, 1584 to 2069. Okay. obscure number. Hmm. 2069, not a round number, but whatever. So this was this book was written by them, Strauss and Howe, in 1991, and it discusses the history of the United States as a series of generational biographies going back to 1584. So in the fourth turning, they talk about, you know, the this fourfold cycle of generational types and moods and things like that. And then um, and then they wrote this piece in this 1991 book. So let me just share this with you one more time. Um. And I really was going to share it. (laughs) Where is it? Okay, here we go. All right. So um, this is what they wrote. They said, this is page 15 of um, this book, Generations, The History of America's Future. Okay. Page 15, prelude. It says, no one, for example, can foretell the specific emergency that will confront America during what we call the crisis of 2020 nor, of course, the exact year in which this crisis could find its epicenter. What we do claim our cycle can predict is that during the late 2010s and early 2020s, American generations will pass deep into a crisis era, constellation, and mood, and that, as a consequence, the nation's public life will undergo a swift and possibly revolutionary transformation. Um, with what's coming next week, as far as, um, announcements from BRICS, the digital ruble, the digital currency, the obvious, you can just see how it's kind of rolling forward. Can't you, um, this will be a transition. It'll be a transition. They'll try to make it look really good before the 2024 election so that it can look, everything can look nice and, and, and beautiful painting lipstick on a pig, but and then 2025 we're going to go into hurt mode again i i do believe but it's kind of the cycles in which they the government works and how they like to game things just as we were talking about in the beginning gaming death okay and being able to create weapons and things that look like it causes natural disasters as promised in project bluebeam it was all about you know um Uh, using technology, AI and creating earthquakes and creating natural disasters that look really natural, but they're not. So who benefits? Well, the government gobbles up land. It's a land grab. Of course you realize this. And then also the insurance company games it. And then of course, by screwing with the insurance company, right? Then everyone goes, well, they can, they can sort of accept that more as a reason that they can't get a house because you know, natural occurrences, wildfires, things like that, right? Instead of a bank just saying no to you for no apparent reason, right? Because now they're all into this equity and everyone should get a loan and we should, we, the, the middle class of America should pay for poor people to get loans and they shouldn't have stringent things against their loans. And that's going to get really messy. But if you start really screwing with the insurance, it's going to get hard to get anything insured. Okay. Okay. And so when they were talking about this crisis of 2020, it's amazing what their own crystal ball looked like, right? And who was Neil Howe anyway? Do you ever wonder about that? How are they able to write all of this? He has a really curious history. He worked in Washington, D.C., Neil Howe of Strauss and Howe. As a public policy consultant on global aging, long-term fiscal policy and migration, his positions included advisor to public policy to the Blackstone Group. Hmm. The Blackstone Group, Blackstone BlackRock, same thing, really and truly. They really, I actually just read an article where they actually wanted to screw up the name so that everyone would be confused. <laughs> Blackstone BlackRock, same people behind all of it. And um, he was a policy advisor to the Concord Coalition and his senior, the senior associate for global aging initiative for the Center of Strategic and International Studies. Gosh, it's like, globalists. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. So a globalist and a globalist get together and write out the patterns and write out the things coming. Do you think these are well-laid plans? We're not so much of a conspiracy theorist, are we? We're more of people that just understand what plans look like, can read a plan, can understand a plan, and nothing is chalked up to coincidence. That's how it works. Nothing. So don't ever chalk anything up to coincidence. The coincidence theorists out there love that, by the way. (laughs) They just love it. That's merely a coincidence. The government talking about housing projects that they would like to put on that property just days after it happened. They didn't even have a meeting. They didn't. Did they even get a Zoom call in? In Maui? Really? The plan's already there. They're already talking that way. Please. What a land grab? So this is important, I would definitely say, um, getting prepared for this. But, you know, you hear that a lot. I know you guys hear getting prepared all the time. But if your bank account was to close tomorrow, are you okay? Um, All of these things. Do you guys know, I didn't mention this, but in that RSV shot, do you know in the trial, 22 people died in the trial? Do they care? (laughs) No, they don't care. Um, Children aren't peeling off from RSV every single day in mass Quantities. But 22 people did die in the trial for the RSV shot. Hmm. What should that tell you? It tells me that insurance companies are behind more than we think. It tells us that we want to have a defeatist attitude. They want us to have a defeatist attitude as far as do not protest. Okay, don't protest. Don't protest. You might be hauled into jail forever by the government. Don't protest. That's what that's the message they're sending. And then, of course, the other message is um, you have to fight for your property rights. Well, wait a minute. What if you have a mortgage and you have an insurance company that is bound to pay? What's the problem here? Half of America didn't burn down. Why do you have to fight for your property rights? There should be absolutely no discussion like that. The only discussion is, when are you going to send me a check, insurance company? and been paying the bill. So why all the news coverage about what a fight it's going to be? It's not a fight. Don't make it into a fight. That's what's so important about this. That's how the propaganda works. It gets us to believe that all these things are true. Okay. And I know people are in the, I'll spend two minutes on voting. Um, People are into primaries right now, and everybody, I, I would have to say your local elections are way more important than who wins the presidency and then who's the figurehead of the president in 2024. Who you put on those city councils, who you put on those in those county commissioner positions. 3000 counties in America, you want to save the country, you save the counties. So the COVID bucks got spread around to all the counties in America through the states. And they really wanted them to go on a spending spree and use all that money. Why? Because it created ties and relationships and they're bound to the state. And this is why you don't see city sovereignty a lot. They have it. They just don't, they don't utilize it. When you're voting for somebody, stop looking at the buzzwords got to save america it's broken i'm here to fix it i want to balance a budget no do they have a backbone are they okay with being threatened with their life and their family's life will they stand up no matter what the cost okay and do they understand liberty and do they understand the constitution those are the questions you have to ask and if they can't answer that and they give you this really weird you know answer i, uh, I you know they they kind of look muddled right They're not the person. There's a lot of globalists vying for office right now. There's a lot of like pat you on the head and do what you're told kind of people.